You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby, with your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, niggas. Shout out to Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent X Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry And me, I'm representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool, cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real But yeah, the hospital, we about to be busy again because I even was telling somebody I went to the grocery store. I just ran in there after work and me and the, um, oh, I was saying Melissa, she died, but me and Walmart were the only two people, well, groups of people who had on masks, like. No, but this I've, I've noticed that two people stop wearing masks because you know the way Kemp is telling it, it's like oh you know we're all good now, you know we're going to open back up the you know some of the restaurants where you know you can sit outside or they have it to where you know it's every other table, and then we're going to slowly you know the bowling alleys are open, Crunch Fitness is open. I drove by there yesterday after work. It was. Dog. So like, many cars. I there, was like, there has not been any investment or treatment Nothing. of this thing. Yeah, this shit going on. It's literally, you get it, it's a hope and a prayer. That's, That's what we're it. still at right now. It's getting even better to the point where they're even saying, like, it just doesn't hit the respiratory. Like, it's, it hits the whole body. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they've been having, uh, we had a call today. And, um, you know, a couple other doctors and our leadership were saying, like, they've been seeing other areas where, like, they've been having leg numbness. Um, some people have been having, like, finger numbness. Well, you saw the baby um, inflammatory stuff, clots. too, right? Like, that's the thing mm-hmm. now. The baby inflammatory shit that's been going yep. around. So Body failure, like, like I mean, like, heart inflammation, like, all this stuff has been... So it's, and because they said it's mutated already, mm-hmm. that, you know, people who have, you know, before it was like, oh, if you're positive and you got it and you went through your symptoms, you are, you know, you're immune to it. Now they're saying no, because since this is mutated, you know, it's, it's very likely you could re-get it again. Yeah. There's I feel multiple like... strands out there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the one we got is the one that's, that hit Europe, which is worse than the one that hit, like, and, that's, and that strand's been fucking few people up. But I'm just waiting. Because, like, we just... I knew I knew Maryland was going to open back up soon. And, like, I had this in the back of my mind when I took Ashley to get her checkup. Um, She went to get the, you know, her pregnancy check or whatever. They had, like, 37 weeks or something. She went to get her checkup Tuesday. So when we were driving... I was like, you know what I haven't paid attention to since we've been out here? Gas prices. Let me look at the gas prices next station we go past. Next, Man, please. The gas price was two fifty five. I said, oh, yeah, we opening back up soon, real soon. Because them gas prices oh, was like right 170 Sh- Immediately shot back up. Really? Oh, yup. Yeah. Yup. 
I was like, I know we opening soon because there's no reason that gas price should be two fucking fifty five, dog. It was one seventy nine yesterday. Oh. I know it was. I was gonna say gas here is like one forty something. Mm hmm. That's that's how I knew we was we was about to be ready. They getting ready for this weekend. They know these dumb motherfuckers about to go to Ocean City out here. They that's they've been trying to do it. They've been talking about it. Parks and they're also probably getting going. ready because you know next weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Oh my, DC gonna be Big. lit. DC gonna it's be hot. To be crazy. They having a rally in DC to get Bowser to open. Uh, I think it's a Bowser or Mary. Is it Muriel? It's one of them to get her to open up because they because they're, they're like and it's it's Republican led too. So they bringing Obviously. people out there to march and protest <laughs> to open back up and i'm like just keep just keep protesting just keep marching because i want y'all all to touch each other like just touch it that's all i'm saying they ain't got to, them being in that group that it's gonna touch just touch it all through around them oh my gosh our our kids are going to read <laughs> this about like like it's not gonna be memorial day 2020 it's, it's gonna be like the killing that's right. This nigga said What can we learn from this children as we talk about these people? Can we, people are going to trace back. They, there's been so many things where they've seen they've seen restaurants open, seen other places open. They've seen churches. They've seen all this stuff where they can be like, "Yo, this thing clusters up," and we watch it. We can trace it back to like, "Oh, all y'all was together. We did it. This is what happened." And wait, wait till somebody up there Memorial Day. Let's go. It's, it's going to be in the history her. books. That's why, I'm, that's, why I'm that's why I'm chilling. That's why I'm chilling. Cause I don't had I don't have no reason to go nowhere. I'm in oh, here putting together baby house, shit. Yeah, I'm saying. But I'm why I've been playing a lot of Streets of Rage four. I'm watching because Dude, when these clusters, my pop girl up, is playing Streets of Rage four now. We bought it. We bought a second controller. Yo, I that's recorded. <laughs> I recorded Ashley playing Streets of Rage four the other day, and she was actually whooping people's asses. I was surprised because Ashley don't play video games, but Ashley was like, "I got this down. It's just a bunch of punches." I'm like, Dude, basically. I just want to tell you, be like, he, 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 like, she's starting to get the combos. She's starting to get oh, it's timing. <clears throat> oh, I push back. She doing stuff in there. I ain't. Wait, done. this is a fighting game. Oh, Streets of Rage. You never played the old like Sega yeah, Genesis Streets of Rage. Like with the black kid who skated and did the flips and oh yeah, like Streets of Rage. I played with um, I don't it know how, how do you pronounce Jackson? Is it Jackie or Jack? You know what I'm talking about Deidre uh, in Georgia. Who? Jack in uh, Georgia. Is it Jackie or Jack? Oh, Jackie. Jackie. Um, I was playing with him yesterday and we were just going through uh, doing co-op and bruh, cause he unlocked some of the Streets of Rage three. Them niggas is beasts. Like they they move better, they move faster. We was juggling motherfuckers through the whole stage. Like we had bosses that never touched the ground. After a while, with the way we was playing, we was just knocking them back and forth and popping them back up in the air. That shit was. I still hilarious. ain't got my juggling down yet, man. Oh, so good, bro. You we gotta run co op, my nigga. It's fucking hilarious. This is on PlayStation Four. It's on all of them, but I played it on PlayStation with Jack. It's probably best to get it on PlayStation Four. If you have it, because I see a lot more people that I talk to are on there. It's free on Xbox if you mm-hmm. have Game Pass right now. It is oh, on the Switch. No you, y'all know I'm limited. Oh, I, got, I got a PS. Hey, me, me too, DJ. So I'm getting four. it on PlayStation as well. I'm buy it tonight. So. But like, we if you have it on now. Switch, it's, it's a cool. Fun, simple, but the online is whack. Arcade game. I yep, might have I'm to get this. My girl has not touched a game I ever play. I've tried to get her to do numerous games. It's hard. And she is she has played this game. I will come downstairs and she's playing the game. Because it should like, I bought an extra dog. controller so we can play together. Like because so she was just taking up my time. 
Yo, so my sister, um, game because Game Pass again on Xbox again, you get to try these games out. My sister was playing Overcooked too, if you know what that is. At one point, yes, I do know. Okay, and she was trying to get me to play this. I think DJ would love this shit. She was trying to get me to play this, and I'm like, I'm not playing no fucking chef in the kitchen. I'm not playing Top Chef the video game. Like I'm not doing this. (laughs) That shit popped up on Game Pass. I was like, let me try it out since it's free. I ain't got to worry about it. Bruh, why is Overcooked too dope though? <laughs> why is why is that shit addictively dope and also extremely frustrating? Like, so so Deidre, the way it works is you all work in a kitchen and you mm-hmm. have to make dishes as they come up on a little menu at the top. So it'll be like make a hamburger and they tell what? you how you're supposed to make it. <laughs> they be right. like, you gotta chop the lettuce, you gotta chop the tomatoes, chop the cheese, cook the burger. All this this ridiculous, right? This whole the it's orders to where you have to put orders together. But then they start adding little elements like the stages start splitting apart. So your 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 partner gotta throw meat to you on the other side of the screen and you gotta chop it and then throw it back and they gotta cook it. And then stages start moving around and shit. And then they add ice so you slip and slide all over the place. It's what? ridiculous. Like she just took me online to play with people after I played like the first three levels. And she was like, you got to make the tacos. And I was like, I don't know how to make the tacos. With the, with the, <laughs> do I got to boil the rice? And then I got to chop the, chop the meat. But is it chicken meat? Is it pork meat? I don't know what I'm doing. Then we had to make cocoa. I was like, I don't know how to make the cocoa. She said, you got to chop the marshmallow. I said, why the fuck am I chopping marshmallows to put them in the cocoa? <laughs> Yo, uh, Overcook is hilarious, bro. Like, it is the dumbest, <laughs> it is the dumbest fun game. I was oh, like, I nigga, see why she got addicted nigga, to this. My girl thinks I'm crazy because, you know, PlayStation came out with the free games, right? And these bitches got farming simulator. Nigga, why the here, fuck right? was you playing that yesterday? Oh, yeah, that's my shit right there, nigga. <laughs> farming simulator. Woo! Nigga. What the fuck? I'm in this shit. I'm fully in this shit, nigga. I'm yeah. farming right now. Like, nigga, I've been here selling shit. For Bro, last month. I was like, man, this shit is difficult. I'm already I know. Already, I'm already in debt to the full, full to the thing. I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't own a piece of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Farm is expensive. I feel for our middle American people. This nigga, you know this, shit, this shit is this shit is hard. Respect y'all. the supply chain. That's what I'm saying, man. It's up here like, oh, you want one tractor? You're gonna need four. <laughs> they all cost two hundred thousand dollars. You gotta right. stop sleeping on these games, dog. Because I be looking at them like, ain't nobody playing that bullshit. And then you start you playing, and you be like. Hold on, no, I gotta get past level three. Hold on, no, you on. you will get in a game that you didn't think you were gonna get into, and you will be playing that shit like I'm it's playing, the real estate ever. Like I, I really thought I was dope. I played the first two levels of Overcooked, and I was like, man, I made the fuck out them sandwiches, nigga. I'm <laughs> chopping up this salad, bitch. I make salads every day, bitch. And then I was oh. like, how could they possibly make this harder? And then we went to the next level. And I, I had to do one where I had to boil rice at the same time as I was cooking the meat, as I was chopping the vegetables, and then I just got all fucked up. I was like, oh, I left... Nigga, then your shit can burn and catch Go on fire. Like light your ass up. The, bur- the shit can catch on fire, and the whole kitchen can catch on fire, and then you gotta go <laughs> get an extinguisher to put it out. What is the name of Overcooked. Yo, you gotta just watch Overcooked, Overcooked videos. Nigga, you a lion, look, you a lion chef right now, man. You gotta keep everything going. Yo, this we was fighting. It's, 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 a, it's a restaurant, nigga. Everybody has to We was legit fighting about that, though. I was like, stay in line. 
stay in line. Stop coming and grabbing the rice too soon. Rice is too, too soon. Go get the buns. <laughs> Wash the dishes. We don't have any. We don't have plates. <laughs> shit. I can't plate myself. <laughs> that shit is too. Who left the pizza in the oven? And the worst is when you put some shit in, like, you put rice in a thing to boil or you put a pizza in the oven to cook. And then the stage moves, and it's like a puzzle, and it locks you out from that side of the stage, and you got to just watch wow. your pizza burn and the kitchen catch on fire, and you be like, "Well, <laughs> you know now we know that somebody do. always needs to be near the oven, huh?" Right? <laughs> Lesson learned, I guess. Yeah, overcook is is ridiculously uh, stupid fun. You know, more of the story, people play games you ain't never thought you might play. <laughs> Stop complaining about yourself. not being able to go outside and find a new stupid game to play because there's enough of them. Find out a here. new game, shit. Play That's Untitled funny. Goose Game also. Yo, Dan tried have, to get If you have a Nintendo it. Switch, it might be on other consoles too, but I know it's on the Switch. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is Switch. a game where you play a goose and you just go around the town and do goose shit, like honk at people and steal people's glasses and just fuck with the town populace. Yeah. And that game won game of the year at the Dice Awards. Wow. Yep. And you just honk at people? Well, you just be you don't just honk goose. at people, but that is one of the things you can do is honk at people. <laughs> Yeah, that's how. Uh, like, you, you think geese are annoying? They are. They are, bro. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, the it's game. basically goose simulator. That's how fucking what? Dan described it to me. He just said you get to be an asshole goose, Brandon. And I was like, I feel like this could be the Say game less. for me. I feel like this. I haven't tried it yet, but I was like, I see why you would come to me with this being the person I am, an asshole goose. Yeah, because you gotta wait for geese to cross the fucking street, dog. That's how asshole animal they are. Like. You can't even run a goose over if it's shit on your shit. They like, no, they, you they like we know. They like, we know you ain't about to hit us. <laughs> Just go ahead. We know it. you ain't about that life, bro. Right. The only thing I miss from my walks at work is the fucking geese. Like I used to walk past the geese and they'll be chilling, and I get them a head nod and they give me a wingtip, and I was just, hey, we understand each other, bro. But don't white people oh, be scared of them. They be like walking on the other side of the street. Them, them goose some niggas. I be like, see, yeah, goose will fuck you up. Oh yeah, they don't fuck with me though. They be mad cool. Like they just be chilling. What's up, nigga? I knew I seen you when you was a baby. Now you all grown up. I peep you geese. Y'all some grown ass geese now. Yeah, some grown ass. <laughs> Yo, why, I really did watch them grow up though. I seen them when they was little geese, and they had had their colors yet. And then we came back like in early January, and they was all grown. I was like, I remember you. Hilarious. You made it far. That's so funny. <laughs> the geese are great. All right, let's start this podcast that we started. 13 minutes ago. Man, my oats are growing so well. Wow. <laughs> In quarantine or change, dog. Yeah, I got you. farming simulator. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, are you part of the people that are are buying all these plants now? Yeah, I am. Look, I'm I'm at, at this point, I'm going to learn. I started a pepper garden. Well, just getting real out here. <laughs> like, no. See, yeah, I mean, you, it's real you, small. You, I see you will be the one that will take care of your stuff. <laughs> I guarantee you about eighty five percent of these plant people when everything goes back to quote unquote normal, them plants gonna be neglected. You mean oh, no, never that, man. I need these uh Thai basil and uh chili peppers to grow. I'm trying to cook some stuff. <laughs> That's gonna be good. I know. All right, let me try this again. <laughs> we starting the podcast. Three, two. Get the the giggles out. Get them out. You just need to leave this in the episode. Why you think I'm recording? Why you think I'm recording, nigga? All right.
trying to see. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. Don't start up. All right. Hold on, hold on, ma'am. Hold on. Don't start up. Hold it in for five seconds. All right. What's good, everybody? You're listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, and we already started, so we're just going to keep going. If you enjoy what you're listening to or what you just heard, all the shenanigans <laughs> weekly, you can check out other episodes at where'smy40acres.com. If you already subscribed to us, appreciate you very much. If you are not a premium member, you know what to do because we sat and we watched Romeo Must Die, and that episode will be out this Thursday, this week. It is Wednesday, no, so that means tomorrow. That movie is terrible, but it's great for We Watch Ratchet. <laughs> it is a ratchet yes, piece of shit. Yes, it's perfect for that. Yeah. I see Twan has already put us up for motherfucking that Terry <laughs> Crews movie that I I conveniently forgot existed, and now niggas uh, keep bringing it up. Wait, for what? John Henry. Is that it? His Netflix version of John, John Henry? John Henry. John Henry. What, what the hell is this? John Henry. Uh, it is Terry Crews. She said, oh, he, plays, John Henry. he plays an ex-gang member. Nope. Oh, he's not actually Who's being that? John Henry? It's John Henry, the modern ghetto version. Yeah, but he's oh, an ex-gay, and he's trying to, and he has to go, he helps these two immigrants, he tells these two immigrant people who something happened, they got, their sister or something got kidnapped by the gang, and the gang is ran by his old boss, which is ludicrous with a metal jaw. Bruh. Nigga, okay. Yep. I can't wait, is <laughs> yeah. what I'm trying to say. The original <laughs> title was John Henry Must Die, incredible. but they decided oh. to just name it John Henry, so we'll be watching that bullshit, I guess, uh, this coming weekend. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, it was like number one yesterday. And I was like, I would just watch the trailer. I said, yep. It's weird because yep. Ludacris is going <laughs> to be in one of our exactly conversations what we need. tonight. So, um, Yo. this is going to be a hip hop episode. Like, I'm glad we opened up with hip-hop. the, with the uh, Corona, Covoy, Trump ruined us all talk. Because we're not really going to get back to that. That's pretty much it. Um, This is a hip hop ass week because yeah. you niggas have lost it like i told dj earlier this week via text uh we need to restart this whole week over because i don't know what did niggas do this time all right so versus <laughs> has actually broken people at this point you live long enough to be the villain <laughs> oh i know what you're talking about has it's, broken you nigga do, broken people. i, I completely on. agree with you but do i am you know, i am extremely amused at all do the you know what i'm around. talking about no mike because i could be talking about kaya versus Trina, or I could be talking about. I thought Ludacris. you were talking about Snoop and Jay Z. I could be talking about that. <laughs> I, could be talking about that. <laughs> I could be talking about Ludacris versus Nelly, <laughs> but I don't know. Or, or somebody. It was. I, it was. Uh, That's an even challenge, but it's not like a step up. It, right? Like not after we had an amazing venture. Yeah. With Jill that wasn't Scott even a battle, Bible. but that was just a, a session, a jam session. Which is why I don't like the term battle. Double flex, and I yeah, exactly. No to that. Yeah, I don't like battle. I don't. I didn't like the term battle when we first started because I was like, every time niggas want to do some shit together, there's got to be a fucking battle. Then these two queens come together and they bring sultry harmony and manifestations of blackness and culture, and to, and all of us are crying at our IG lives like we didn't know we needed this. It was. It was everything. Like every fucking everybody's stuff works. Like people was giving imagine you that. <laughs> right. Imagine that. Like Erica and Jill was giving you raw, uncut, like, this is how we really sing. We don't need none of that extra shit. It was It was perfect. great. It was Absolutely beautiful. Perfect. It was fucking beautiful. And their music. Oh my God. You just forget how many great songs 
both of them have done. Like, I'm not the biggest Scott, Jill Scott fan as far as like whole albums. I'm definitely more of a Badu fan when it comes to just putting on an album and letting it roll. But Jill Scott mm-hmm. has so many fucking bangers, dog. Like, oh, I, yeah. I was just like, I got to get back on this. I'm, I'm she sorry, was doing Jill. deep cuts. She wasn't doing no, yeah. I'm going to just do the singles. I just, and then they would sing little tunes while they was talking yeah. to each other. Like they, like they would just sing notes. They would, it was, That's it was you know. black woman mm-hmm. praise back and forth. It was beautiful. And as soon as that ended, niggas went, that was so lovely. So what about Ludacris and Nelly? <laughs> oh, you niggas can't be fixed. Oh, St. Louis niggas are geeks. Like, Bruh. one of my homeboys from St. Louis is like, he was like, I lived through Nelly 2000, hot in here, all that shit. He's like, I'm ready. I'm good. He's like, I got my vocal ready. This nigga. <laughs> wow. Vocal. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, He's so ready. Um, we're gonna the, the way we're gonna do this is because y'all and y'all in the group, God bless all eight hundred plus of y'all. Y'all inspired me to actually do some research today. It started with that Snoop and Jay thread that I made, so it could not be removed. I was like, I'm so glad I made this thread because it ain't going nowhere. I'm keeping this shit. Y'all put some comments up in that motherfucker that just mm. inspired. That first of all, at first, I felt like. 10 years of podcasting we have not done our jobs at all <laughs> seeing the shit that y'all was saying in that thread but oh, then God. I was like but this is how we keep going see if we was finished we wouldn't have shit to talk about we just had to be like y'all already know what we gonna say cause y'all all smart and shit now but because I seen them comments I was like this is just giving me energy to hop back into the conversation about hip hop. So that's be- thank y'all. I needed something else to do stuck in this house during quarantine. And this was my Wednesday. Snoop versus Jay. So I'm going to go. I got to go get the thread first. It needs to start with the thread. For people who don't know Snoop, which is the new thing now. Niggas are announcing who they would like to versus. Snoop announced that he thinks he is the best competition for Jay. I, I mean, clearly he isn't. It's Kanye, if we're just doing it like that. I don't... Okay. Let's not get but, too far, because we educating tonight, so we gotta take baby steps with okay, this conversation. Right. <laughs> but so, having said that... Snoop is ready to take on Jay-Z in a versus battle, and this is from Revolt, mm-hmm. of all places. Um... I'm just going to read part of the article. Jay-Z's name has been thrown into the hypothetical versus ring by a few potential competitors. The latest to step up to the plate is Snoop Dogg, who says he is going to virtually battle anybody, if he's going to virtually battle anybody. It would, it should be the Brooklyn-born star, Jigga, that nigga Jigga. Biggie passed, yeah. quote, I, I added that, quote, <laughs> Biggie passed away, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Just throwing off my reading. Biggie passed away, and then Nas had it for a minute, and then Jay Z took it and ran with it. I don't think he got these years backwards. Um, ran with it for numerous amount of years, numerous amount of years. You mean until now? And then Fifty Cent came and ran with it for numerous amount. He liked the word numerous amount of years. Clearly. 
Snoop explained his reasoning during the chat while he was high as fuck Hold with up. Fat so Joe. So he talked about it. He didn't even. He never took it and ran with it. That's Sir, sad. right? <laughs> but he ready to run against them. He did it. He didn't even say he ran with he it. He never time. ran with like, it, but he ready to run with them. This is me looking looking in from the outside, looking at New York rap. So to me, it would be either a Snoop or a Jay Z. Because he's been the king of New York around the time I was the king of the, of the, of the, of the West. You couldn't even get that out, nigga. You had to laugh that much. You did not have to laugh that much, yes, sir. Yes. How, how many blunts did Snoop smoke before he decided this was, this was great? Because this is seven. a high. This is when seven. you're high and you think, I can do this shit. Snoop lying. Like, don't fuck with me. Oh, it's audio? <laughs> Please tell me it's audio. Rise, but Nas was on the rise with him. So it was like, it was oh, never a, like who was the one one, and then Biggie passed the away, and then, and then Nas had it for a minute, and then Jay-Z took it and ran with it for a numerous amount of years, and then 50 Cent came and ran with it for a numerous amount of years. This is me looking in from the outside, looking at New York rap. So to me, it would be either a Snoop versus Jay-Z, because he has been the king of New York around the Look time I've been Joe the king. Of, I wish I could see that. Stay right there. Stay right there. That sounds like the ultimate battle. Is that Snoop Fat Dog Joe? That is absolutely Fat Joe. Jay Z. Now I don't know if Jay Z would do it because he's it's kind of like Dr. Dre. Are you saying? Right. You, know, you mean a billionaire black man who got better shit I to mean, do with his time than play his right, music? Literally that that exact thing. <laughs> he was like, uh, I have things to do. Uh, <laughs> okay, so having uh, yeah, let him finish. I got thoughts. I have many thoughts. So Jay Z, we love him, but Jay Jay Z introvert, quiet. You know what I mean? But Snoop no, Dogg, I don't. Jay Z, even I'm not taking nothing away from Fifty. I just know. Okay, yeah, that needed to stop. Listen, I don't want to keep that going. So, um, some people have chimed in on who they think would win in a Snoop. Versus JB battle, and I, I would like to go back and talk about the fact that I hate the fucking, I hate that this shit is called, that these are battles to y'all, but instead of us just like reliving great music from hip hop heads, we love and are still here to play their shit and talk about the music they made, but it, it's fine, y'all didn't learn shit from these two black women that did queen shit this weekend. So, we're gonna do another versus with Snoop and Jay, and niggas started picking sides, and motherfuckers is like, Snoop? Somebody wrote dog style alone is washing Jay-Z. Okay, all right. nigga, relax. Wow. Relax. Wow. I, what? I, I enjoyed that album thoroughly. I love some, I love doggy style. But wash? One album. He said one album. One album. And this is one where album. people get it all fucked up. Because like they could have silly arguments, but no, nigga. I mean, somebody else said the thing is. Jay has the okay. records to compete. Dead Presidents 2. Dead Presidents 1. Hard Knock Life. Public mm-hmm. Service Announcement. You don't know. Brooklyn's finest. The problem is thinking Snoop doesn't. That's the issue here. And if somebody responded again, I will ask. Get, no, somebody said to that or before that, this was his response to that. Again, I will ask. Give me five Jay records that beat these. Number one, nothing but a G thing. Number two, Next episode, number three, deep cover. Number four. I don't think that actually matters, but that's part of one of my points. Number four, okay. America's Most Wanted. Number five, 
Murder was the Not case. <laughs> Let's see. You're you're definitely right. And Murder I don't know how much that matters though. You know what I'm saying? Like so Okay, we gotta we gotta let's split this up now. I wanna get y'all before I go to the thread and start reading shit y'all wrote the listeners. Okay, so if you, if you hear your shit, you know you said it. But like, what is <laughs> y'all's take on this versus shit? I know what mine's is, and I understand. I know mine is too. That that it, it doesn't fit everybody's shit. Like it could be what you wanted to be, I guess. But what y'all think? No. Which what y'all think? Oh, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. So okay, Jay Z, how many albums has he put out? Eleven. Every thirteen. Every album that he's put out, everybody knows it. Are we trying to tell, are y'all trying to tell me y'all listen to Bible of Love by Snoop Dogg? Yes. Make America Crip Again? Y'all listen to that shit? Y'all listen to his gospel when he was reggae? Like, Snoop has 17 albums out. And y'all probably listen to, like, a smooth three. And that's even, like, three being, like, probably Doggy Style, Dog Father, and I'll probably and say RNG is the one that had drop it like a side on it. So right. that one, if, yeah, if, if exactly. you like, Maybe there's literally, there's literally <laughs> like there's West Coast Snoop with Dre. Then they got Snoop <laughs> when he was by himself and No Limit. Yep. And then you yep. got Neptune Snoop. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? Like, and so you got like Snoop he Caribbean. has he has a lot of inter- it's like iterations and and nobody's talking about like you know like his longevity is great. Right, but let's not act like and that I think that's everybody who's up. a fan who's a fan of Snoop knows everything. You know what I mean? But is it longevity or is it that he just still around, constantly changing his persona? That is the very I definition think, of longevity. Right, and I think that's the thing. Like long, not longevity so much as just music, but just you. You see Snoop everywhere. Like he's mainstream. He's cooking yeah. with Martha Stewart. He's like you see him all the time. So yeah. I think people confuse that with. Oh well, he is iconic musically and all his stuff, and it's like okay, no, because all of his music is not good. <laughs> now, here's here, I agree that is a hundred percent fact because like I think Jay Z. So we're gonna you know do a little statistics thing, right? Oh, I got like, no, I got all that. Yep, I'm ready with. I'm ready with. Oh it. no, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> mean numbers. I just mean like okay, so if you take Snoop's low and Snoop's high, right? Snoop's high. If we're doing out of 100, let's say Snoop's high is probably like a 95, 96 out of 100, right? Nothing but a G thing. And like, what's my name? Like his big hits off of Doggy Style and the shit that he did with Dre on The Chronic is upper echelon hip hop, right? I think everybody can reasonably admit that. Mm -hmm. Snoop's lows, I would imagine, are somewhere in the 50, 45 range. You mean nice. I mean... But let's just say, like, 50, 45 out of 100, right? And he's still straight felon. He got but. a double Bible <laughs> album, dog. A double Bible I, album. I, but I haven't listened to it, so I don't know how trash it is. I, I can did. only assume. It's but without bad. listening to it, I can't. It's gospel rap. It's gospel soon, Listen, I, I agree with you, Deidre, but with I just, the statistician in me can't rate it that low without hearing it. <laughs> I'm just pointing, just floating an example out here. So, Jay-Z's highest highs are also probably 95, 96 out of 100. Jay's lowest lows are probably 71, 72 out of 100. Yeah. So his range overall is shifted higher up the spectrum than Snoop's is. And I think that that is a thing that everybody can agree with as well. Not the niggas in this thread. 
but well, well fair enough. So my whole point is absolutely they can battle if we're not doing a album versus album. Because if you go album versus album, it's going to be the most vicious massacre you've ever seen in your entire life. Jay-Z will absolutely destroy him. But if you just play singles, and including singles where Snoop is on the song as a featured artist, it will still be a fun battle, even though Snoop is not Jay's equal. And, and that is what my opinion right. That's That's fine. If, you, if you're they just doing it for can fun. battle. If they did battle, I wouldn't be like, man, this sucks. Oh, because Snoop is entertaining, and he's going to be entertaining on Instagram. So definitely, I would like to and see it. I thought it. this was going to be like a fair, even if you break down that's the opinion. musically. Right. Even if you break down musically, like, okay, like you said, Mike, we're going to do Snoop's best of the best versus Jay's best of the best. Sure. You're going to tell me lyrically, Bruh. like, even if you just strip it down, lyrically, Snoop is, is like literally winning this. Oh no! Of course, again, I, no, I thought that people were not arguing that point. Like, absolutely oh boy, not. You're not going to tell me Snoop is not giving you what Jay has given you at all. Nah, and it's it's for me. It's like this. I, this is why I think it's unfair because we're not we're clearly not doing albums by albums because for every Jay album versus every Snoop album until we ran out of Jay Z albums because Snoop keep making albums nobody asked for. When we hit the point, we just picking 13 for 13 from both of them. Because, again, Snoop has 17. Y'all didn't know that. <laughs> Jay can take six songs from every album and pretty much beast against Snoop. Snoop has jams, like one or two jams on the albums we know about, that we cared about because he had jams that year. For the ones we don't know or care about... <laughs> Jay still has five or six tracks that can murder whatever's on there. It's not to me. That's why it's not fair because because for for Snoop being like ain't nothing but a G thing. Jay gonna be looking at his like all right. So which of the seven songs that I had that year do I want to put up against Snoop? I get that. Like, people talk about favoritism, and that's where a lot of this really comes from. It comes from y'all's favoritism. Y'all not speaking from facts. Y'all can't be speaking from facts. It's it's who you like more. You like Snoop more than Jay. So you know more Snoop. Which is totally fine. Yeah, it's completely fine. They have completely different music. Yeah, that's completely fine. That's why I think, that's why I'm not saying that a battle of somebody, of them playing their favorite or their songs or whatever would not be fun to sit and listen to. I'm just saying we clearly doing this for the kids because this ain't about putting somebody on J level up against J. And I'm not going to drop the names of the niggas because one of them going to make y'all real mad. I'm not going to drop the names. No, go of ahead the and tell them Chingy will watch J, man. Wow, go I'm ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a Suck the Shocker battle, but I would also listen to that for five minutes. Now, <laughs> To me, it's 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 just like I get that y'all looking at this and y'all saying y'all gonna y'all have y'all like I'm gonna have fun. Like at one point, somebody was talking about Lauren Hill versus Erica Badu, which I thought was just abysmal. Like that's crazy. It's, Lauren Hill got <laughs> one album <laughs> and like three really good songs about the Fujis. Are y'all serious? Wow, that, it, he's this, right. <laughs> I, like I said, you know, this versus stuff has really shown for me that there are a lot of people that really do not know music. <laughs> at all. Yeah. They know singles. Like you said, they know their favorites. And a lot of times their favorites is a single. It's not really, you know, this other stuff that's on the other albums is usually what was played on the radio, what was the bop in the club, mm-hmm. or, you know, what was, like, nostalgic 
for you in 2003 in college like a lot of people really don't know music so like these verses where you're you're pinning like a like i said like a snoop versus a jay-z you know and all the other stuff i've seen through like you said the lauren hill and the erica body what that's abysmal like no y'all don't know music Shut up. Abysmal is my humorous. Like, if you want that, make a fucking mixtape on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Can somebody do this uh, for me? Can somebody in front of a computer do this for me? Can you Google Jay Z News and tell me what like Jay Z this, Jay Z that, Jay Z that, Jay Z this, and Jay Z News? So y'all can get off Jay Z dick. Wow. Can somebody just tell me what he's doing? I thought doing? that's what you were referencing. That was not, sir. Can somebody tell me what Jay-Z is doing in the news right now? Just any, just Google. News. What is Jay-Z doing I, right now? I know he, uh, one of the businesses black that, back that was back, black owned just got into Target and just, shit. Just, just Google Jay, just anybody, anybody. Google Jay-Z Google, News. Let's go. Just Google his news and tell me yeah, what. I'm the, just Googling Jay-Z News. What is the article that comes up? Like the most recent date article that you got, Jay Z news. Jay Z news. Here we go. What pops up? Uh. Uh. First, the top stories that pop up is I think Jay Z and Beyonce, Naomi Osaka, the tennis player. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Jay Z. What? what? Wow. <laughs> Start that over. Wow. That's all it, it just says, I think Jay-Z and Beyonce had, like, like think Like, I ponder Jay-Z and Beyonce? No, I thank them. I thank them. Oh, thank oh, you. Okay. I thought you said I was thank very you. Confused. So I'm like, what? Uh, uh, Jay-Z and Meek Mill Reform Alliance donate 10 million masks to U.S. prisons. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Thank you, Tuan. All right. So that's what pops up. This is what popped up when I Googled Snoop. Don't do it. See, this ain't right, Brandon. Don't do it. Just talking shit. That's low, bro. Set that up. lower. Discover how low you can go. That's Snoop Dogg. With a quote from the General Insurance. And he's riding with the General. Yo, G, you dropped the rates, I dropped the beats. For a great low rate, you can get online. Go to the General and say something. Hey, man, I love that commercial. <laughs> so that's what Snoop is doing these days. He's doing general insurance commercials, right? And not again because he getting paper. It's Snoop. He can get paper. He can do stuff like I wish I could do general insurance commercials in a pink Cadillac. But that's what he's doing. So let's get to this thread because I want to get to these comments because it's ninety six of them. I'm not reading all of them. Just reading some of my faves. Ninety six is a lot. So we yeah, our listeners. Is, it, so is this what we doing right now, though? We huh? our listeners. I just want to know. What do we? Uh, what, what do we? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? I said, you said that, I, mean, I said, are we clowning our listeners? Yeah. I just want to know. I mean, Absolutely. Right. Thank you. I just want to. I just want to know. Didn't last time y'all did this, somebody deleted the thread. No, no, that wasn't a clown, and that, they deleted that when the thread got too hot. Which I understand why it got deleted. It, it was causing some rifts, and people started to get a bit out of hand with they back and forth like they couldn't keep it jokey jokey they started doing some personal oh they started attacks. getting personal yeah and i, I tried They're to clean punched. it up but them niggas them niggas they not listening to me <laughs> so y'all be popping during the daytime yo. good lord so um yeah, missing out. Let's, <laughs> let's see so uh so jackie said quote you want to battle me double double o d o double g two one three you can't see me i'm like okay <laughs> why y'all messing oh, with I this 
I was like, isn't that y'all start up Lil' Kim? I thought y'all was gonna say throw a hex on the whole family. Um, so so then so then somebody came in, they was like, so quote, Snoop ain't got jams is the consensus I'm feeling here. And he was like, nah, he got plenty. And then somebody was like, Snoop versus Fat Joe or someone like that. <laughs> I'm like, that's mean. That's disrespectful to Snoop. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, again, if this, if we're talking just like, and it sucks because when it first also, came out. Also, you had to name names, Brandon, about the people that could go yeah, against you. When it, you had to when go it, there at some point. When it first came out, right? Oh, yeah. I know. I got it, Mike. Was. I got him. Tim, it was, was it Tim and Jay? I mean, uh, Tim and um, Pharrell Swiss. You talking about Tim and Swiss? Oh yeah. When it started, right? And mm-hmm. they and they they like going to each other, so that's why they called it battle. Because they were like, we're going back and forth, and they because you know they cool. They were clearly having just fun. having a good time. They were just they're having just good time with each other. Yeah. So like, people understood that, and then like all this other stuff became like a battle, and it's like all these everybody else is literally just being like, yo, we got a great catalog of music. Um, and we can go back and forth because we were contemporaries in our day. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we just keep it like that? And that would be more funner, but <laughs> they just set themselves up. Really? It's yeah. a double showcase. It, it even, you know, this even happened with Teddy Riley and Babyface. Like, they were actually trying to find songs that fit the other person's song as if it was a battle. Like, they were going bar for bar with their song. So Babyface would pay, play some soothing shit he wrote that some kid he found ended up singing, and Teddy Riley was like, oh, I got one of those, and he would play something. That's Which what they fun. were doing. The that's thing, how it's supposed to be. That's fine, but when you get Jay and Snoop like that, then I'm like, well, what happens if Jay-Z <laughs> plays some real, just like, some street anthem like, Snoop shit? Snoop does not have a meet the parents. Like, what? Snoop does not have a <laughs> like, Lord. What? Like, Snoop does no. not have none of this shit. Like, what are we no. gonna do? So, so then somebody said, um, why is everyone acting like Jay's discography is this unbeatable sacred text question mark? It's a perfect battle because both artists have extensive catalogs that span multiple decades. But again, like I said, the baseline, like quality high, low between them is not the same. And y'all know it. And they keep saying decades. Like y'all listen to 19 plus fucking Snoop album. That's a longevity fallacy. Just because something has been around for a long time. Lie. Let's say Y'all this right now. Like, most most of us right here on this show can list all Jay Z albums. I don't uh, think anybody, yes. any of us, yep. can list ten Snoop albums. I can't. We all like shouldn't Snoop. have to, and yeah. you shouldn't have I, to list okay, ten. We Snoop all like Snoop. We all like Snoop. Here's the thing, yeah. though: Are we suffering from East Coast bias? Because all of us are from very much the East Coast, like right by the water, right near the beach. No. I'm not. I I I'm love sorry. to in the, in the 2000s. I, think, I, think, I know West Coast niggas that don't know. It's not the, not a fair question, but <laughs> I fucked with Snoop real hard. No, no, I'm like, not saying it's influencing us, but I'm just saying it's one of those questions that we're going to put up there so that when yeah, people listen just, to this, yeah, they can't yeah, say we're be scientific about it. No, I'm not from the West fine. Coast. The shit is different out there. It really, truly is different. And I mean, I made sure to say in the chat, I got I own more Snoop albums. I own more Snoop albums than some of these niggas in here fighting for Snoop. I know I do, because y'all ain't never talk about Snoop. Every time we be in here talking about rappers, you know her name ain't coming up? Snoops. Y'all ain't dropping Snoop shit. When they talk, when we make lists or anything like that, ain't nobody made a Snoop playlist and put it in the group or nothing like that. But all of a sudden now, everybody a fucking Snoop fan. Let me see your copy of Ego Trippin', <laughs> yeah. nigga. Let me see your copy of Ego Trippin', because y'all didn't get that album the praise it deserved. That album deserved your ears, and you didn't get uh, it. You didn't I, get I it. remember... 
like early when, early two thousands when Snoop oh my had, gosh. when Snoop had the resurgence with uh Pharrell. Yeah. Nobody wanted to listen to that. Was the, and that was look, and that was and after he, that's he went, the other one we had beautiful and stuff on there. That yeah, was, that was the after cost, right? he went to no limit and shit. You know what I mean? We got him on um Nobody wanted uh, to listen to Blue Carbon Treatment. Which like, was classic. Classic. <laughs> Classic. classic. I don't care. That's damn classic. Where was y'all at? When when Snoop needed y'all most and y'all was dropping it and it was hot. Where was y'all? He said when Snoop needed where, y'all most. This is why he went to the Caribbeans and never came back. Came back at Snoop Lion. Why Lyon. do you do this? That's <laughs> what he did. My man came back like he'd been rapping his last three albums on Carnival Cruises. <laughs> I'm done with y'all you, mad at me <laughs> y'all right, mad at me oh, I'm done with you nigga now somebody said DMX versus Jay and again I think y'all give DMX way more leverage than he uh, deserves for three hours no. no DMX versus Snoop however <laughs> I would agree mm, more than that you know three albums 15 million over three albums nah, 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 I agree but <laughs> putting him against Jay I think it's just unfair like I said there's some rarefied air if you compare niggas to Jay-Z so then, like, so Q asked, um, are we counting Snoop songs on Dr. Dre, Dog Pound, and Tupac albums? It's 213 and his East Side's albums. The Murder Was the Case and Above the Rim soundtracks. Snoop's hits with the Neptunes. Can we go up against Jay's Neptune tracks? Snoop has joints with Just Blaze, too. Not saying he beat Jay, but it's not like... Snoop shit with Just Blaze. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Do you really... Neptunes versus Snoop Neptunes. Like, Neptunes gave phenomenal beats to Snoop. Phenomenal, beautiful is probably one of my top favorite songs. It's an all-time classic. One of his top favorite classic. It is a whole ass vibe. But you and Pharrell and Chad, because again, y'all like to disrespect Chad, gave Jay hits, bro. (laughs) Like not only that, like Jay spit his ass off on them shit. Like, no, it's not even a contest at all. Like I said, Snoop never makes an allure. Give me an allure that Yo, Snoop has made. I'm just saying. He be in his feelings sometimes, though, DJ. You got to give him some credit. He be in his baby so like, feelings. We just need to be like this. What? I, be, it, I, I can't die. My boo about to have my baby. <laughs> <laughs> what you I say, would be Tori? entertained if, the two, if like, they did it. Because, again, both of them got hits, and I like both of their songs. Mm-hmm. But it is a different question if we're up here saying that Snoop's discography is better than Jay Z's discography. So this is like it's like yes, it's, it's exactly two, it's that's my conversation. Yeah. Like if you're just saying, hey, it'll be fun because Snoop got hits and Jay got hits. Yes, like right. we can be there for a couple yeah, hours listening day. to both of their hits and enjoying the fuck out of ourselves. But if you are arguing that his discography is better than Jay's, not that you just prefer it more or that you like it because you can like whatever you want. I like a lot of people, but if you're saying it's better. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. And, and it's, it turns, and, and we can't not say that that's not what they're saying because this is all about battling in a lot of people's minds now. They're like, they're really saying Snoop would win. That is an argument that is out in the streets. Deidre just sent me a tweet of somebody who said that we all know and own an album or three from that said Snoop would win. And outside yeah. of that man's albums, I don't be listening to what he be saying. Like, because it be nonsense at times. So then somebody else said, talking to me directly, just say you don't fuck with Snoop Brandon. It's okay. We got friends that prefer Amory to Beyonce. You know his collection is extensive. It's not like the baby battling Jay Z. First of all, we're not gonna shade Amory. 
because oh, that's such a well, I we're not going to do that. It's so funny, though. I, I do prefer <laughs> A. Marie, to be honest. I, I personally <laughs> prefer that one he A. Marie will, album, yeah. He will put up A. Marie shit and talk about Beyonce could never. And <laughs> people get so round up. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, this one thing is still a fucking classic, dog. But y'all can hear all you want. Classic. Oh, the whole yeah. album. Her it first really, two albums are really is a classic. Yeah, her first two albums. Fucking classic. classic. So then I came back and I was like, yo, I got more stupid albums than y'all. But then I needed to do a, re- a quick reality check. Y'all know what, though? Y'all know what? Jay-Z is not doing an IG live battle unless Will Smith says, hey, dog, you want a battle? That's the only way Jay is getting on <laughs> IG live. He's not doing this with the rest of y'all, calling his name out. While he's sitting in there yep. donating $10 million with <laughs> meals to people. He's not doing this. <laughs> but what, what got me in, got me in my feelings a little bit. Okay. So then somebody say they got Jay, but they biased. I'm biased to Jay. I like Jay more than Snoop. Snoop got hits, though. And again, y'all slept on Eel Tripping, so I don't like none of y'all niggas for sleeping on that. Um, Somebody said, and then they said, Snoop would win. The same person is biased against Jay. Said, Snoop would win. He's had more commercial success than Jay. From an old hip-hop head, I just favor Jay lyrically over Snoop. And this is where I lost my shit. He said he had more commercial success? He's, they said he has had more commercial success than Jay. That's what they said. Oh, that's a lie. Jay, this like, is Jay, Jay, Jay was everywhere. Oh, commercial success? Like, I don't... What, talking about Jay Electronica? <laughs> were y'all people alive in the 90s? This is where I lost my mind. Jay and was on my feet like jay oh was God. everywhere like was people everywhere. were talking about like that's when hip-hop started becoming a business jay hood jay bezel jay pharaoh it's a lot of jays out there but not the jay-z that ain't the one remember when jay-z that was what blueprint then. two when um excuse me miss another classic neptune thanks and like these niggas came with suits and they were like, oh, we need to dress up more. Like, Deidre, we, 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 we wear pants no ups. more. <laughs> right. <laughs> they had freeway in the suit. Jay-Z, <laughs> right. Jay-Z had us wearing white walking shoes and button-up shirts, y'all. Button up. Come on, man. And we almost tucked them in. If Jay had showed up with his shirt tucked in, we would have tucked ours in. That's just, it just, it, it's this how. So I it was, was like, full-ass news. It was full-ass news when this nigga retired. Bruh. So I, I was inspired. Like at first I was in my feelings. I was like, I'm going back in this thread and I'm call, I'm setting everything on fire. And then I was like, you know what? That's not what you do. What you got to do is you got to, you got to come with the facts now. Facts with an X. You got to come with the facts. So I just said, hello, Wikipedia. And I just went <laughs> and started doing some facts. Wait, what? <laughs> so this is the way you said, hello, Wikipedia. First thing I want to do is read for y'all. The uh, IRAA and GRNF certification audit requirements for an album. So the uh, IRAA recognizes the following album award tiers. Gold, 500,000 units sold. Platinum, 1 million units sold. Multi-platinum, 2 million units sold. Increments of 1 million thereafter. Diamond, 10 million units. Increments of 1 million thereafter. Now, these are how they define units to today's standards. Each permanent digital album or physical album set, that's one you cop in your fucking hand, counts as one unit 
for certification purposes. Yes, you can purchase digital albums from iTunes. So basically, it's a full album purchase. Co- counts as one unit for the certification process. So if you sell one album, you are 999999 from Platinum. Okay. If you do 10 permanent track downloads from the album, that counts as one unit. The same as buying a person's whole album. So these dumbass people out here putting 36 songs on the album, they ain't getting three albums for that. They's getting one album purchase. You'd be better off just purchasing 10 songs from them, going back and purchasing 10 songs again, and then going back and purchasing 10 more songs. That counts three album sales. Okay. (laughs) 1,500 on-demand audio or video streams from the album count as one unit. Okay. All right. This is how the young kids are getting songs on the billboard charts quick because they don't do nothing but listen to the same shit all day long. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's jump into what I did here. So I pulled up a free Excel program cause I was feeling nerdy and I created one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 categories. And I started off with just Jay and Snoop. And these were my categories. U.S. sales, total, over the career, total, worldwide sales, total, best first week sales, the best of the album they dropped, it had the best first week numbers of their whole career. First week sales, greater than 300,000 units, that 300,000 albums sold. So the, the first week they dropped an album, how many times did they drop an album in, in the first week it sold over 300,000 copies? Platinum albums. How many times platinum have they gone in their career? Platinum collab albums. How many times have they gone platinum with a friend in their career? (laughs) Billboard number one albums. How many times their album was number one on the billboards? Not over weeks, not weeks either, right? If If they just hit one once, that counts. Billboard lead singles in the top 100. Okay. That means it had to be their single. They don't mean they could be on a song with Katie fucking Perry. It had to be their song. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Billboard lead singles in the top 10. If it, if it hit 10, it counts. Okay. If it ever hit 10, it could have hit 10 for two seconds and dropped to 99. It counts. <laughs> and the last one is Billboard. Feature singles. Top 100 only. I ain't doing this 200 shit. All right. So I started with Jay and Snoop. But as I started to do Jay and Snoop, I was like, it, it, I'm curious about other artists that's names have, whose names have popped up. So I ended up doing Jay, Snoop, T.I., Yay, Ludacris, Eminem, Lil Wayne, Outkast, Nelly, and I'm going to save the last person just to make it mad. I'm going to save the last person. All right. So let's do Jay it's and Snoop. Chingy, let's, it's not Chingy. Let's, let's do this. It's Kyle. So let's do Jay, Jay and Snoop. Jay Quan. <clears throat> this is Chingy versus Jay Quan. Next versus. Yes. They need to do a ring on rap versus everybody get one song. Get Mims. Get Jay Quan. One hit wonder battle. Skilo. Oh, Skilo versus Mims will be great. Oh, boy. Yes. All right. So Jay versus Snoop. U.S. albums sold over their career. Youngberg versus Ray J. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> Snoop has sold 
According this is all according to Wikipedia. I did not go to the library for this, y'all. I'm sorry. Snoop has sold 12.3 million copies over his career. That is great. That's fucking phenomenal. Jay-Z has sold 29.2 million. So we talk about commercial success, right? This is only in the U.S. In the world, Craig, Snoop has sold 37 million copies worldwide. That's why he, he did a That's lot a of lot. work. He did Extremely a lot of work in other countries. Good. That's amazing. <laughs> a lot. That is amazing. None of us are going to sit here and say, like, this nigga ain't selling shit. It's amazing. Jay-Z has sold, can't count that high numbers worldwide. I don't know because I tried Googling <laughs> it and I just couldn't find. Jay-Z don't want y'all to know how many minds he has taken control of over his career. And we all buy his album the first week they come out or we wait for Samsung to give them to us. Best week sales. Best first week sale numbers. Okay, Snoop. Snoop Snoop's doggy style. Did 806,000 units in the first week. 1993. Ooh, That's beast. Damn, that is beast. Everybody was waiting for that Snoop album, too. Yep. Like, everybody was. Yeah. Classic cover, classic come. album, classic Snoop. Jay-Z's top first week sale numbers. Now, they peak at 700,000. That's his best week. 700,000 is his best week. And, that, and guess what album that was? If I'm not mistaken, it was Kingdom Come. Black album? Kingdom oh, Come. Oh, wow. Oh, because he's. Oh, that's, or that was, was that the last one or the comeback one? That was when it that's came back. Comeback that's the comeback one. Yeah, that's why people was like, "Oh shit, Jay Black album." Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, oh, I thought it, maybe I thought it, it, it would have been. Even though they didn't like that uh, that first single. <laughs> nah. Okay. I thought it would be black or blue. <laughs> you didn't like "Show Me What You Got." Show me what I you got. Love show me what you got. Just Blaze went the fuck off on that drum programming. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, um, said, y'all get these drums today. Like, yes. First week sales over three hundred thousand. Now again, I commemorate Snoop for doing eight hundred thousand on that first album. That's some Nas shit. Nas didn't do that with Illmatic. Nowhere near it. And Illmatic is a classic ass album. But Snoop's Doggy Style came out the gate eight hundred thousand. First week mm-hmm. sales for an album. Over 300,000. That means the first week, the first seven days that shit was released, it had to do over 300,000 to get on this. Jay-Z has 10 out of the 13 albums he released. 10 out of the 13 albums he's released. 10 well, out of the 13. Who didn't make it? Um, I honestly don't Reasonable remember. Uh, the, no, Blueprint so, the, three. so 444. Okay. I think Blueprint 3 was one of them. Blueprint 3 yeah. did, did do it. Um, so you're talking like Blueprint in my life, in my lifetime, yeah. in my lifetime, Reasonable Doubt, and I think 444 were the ones that didn't. Those oh. are the three. Yeah, I, Reasonable Doubt makes sense because Jay didn't have the same kind of coming into the industry buzz that Snoop would have, and Nas definitely did. That was like one of the most hot, hotly anticipated albums of all time. Yeah. Illmatic was. Um, Snoop, yeah. has, Snoop has four. Out of 17, he's four. Out of 17, you do the math on that. He's four. It's four. It's four out of 17. Um, platinum solo LPs, Mine albums, sold, total, platinum. How many times has, has Snoop gone platinum? 12. Jay? Out of 17? Huh? Solid ratio. <laughs> I mean, twelve out of seventeen is a very good that's ratio. Not, I mean, that's, that's, this is a good no, 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 no. That means he could have had one album that went four times platinum and another one that went four times platinum and another one that went four times platinum. Uh, okay. Does not mean corrected. every album went platinum. <laughs> it's not what, okay. it's not what it means at all. Just amount of platinums total? Total. 
total amount of platinum. That's a weird. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. That is a weird little. No, because if you look at the RA, you basically, you know what I'm not about to do? Tell y'all this this Snoop album sold a hundred thousand copies. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, let's see. Yeah. So Jay Z is twenty seven times platinum. He is a lot of platinums. Albums with six times platinums. Albums with three times platinums. Album with no times platinum. Some, some, what up? One or two of them don't have a Thomas Platinum. Best number one LP, or uh, my bad, um, Platinum collab albums, albums they did with other people. So, like Jay Z and Watch the Park. Throne. I know that shit did numbers. It did. Um, Snoop and Snoop and like East Siders or Dre yeah. or whatever that counts. So, with other people, Jay Total has gone five times Platinum. With other people, Snoop has gone total three times Platinum. It's not bad. Bill, I mean, what's up? No, I'm saying no, that makes sense because you think about all the collabs or, you know, versus Jay has done. Yeah. And then again, Jay's like verses that have been like iconic, like where he talks about Cameron, I'm in the air, I don't hear niggas corny raps. Like to even. Mm. (laughs) Okay. You know, all the stuff that he spit on other people's stuff, even R&B people. Compared to Snoop. Yeah, it's like night and day. Yeah, so Billboard number one LPs. So this is their album hit number one the first week it dropped or at some point on the Billboards. They, their whole album was number one. Jay has 11 out of 13. And it's 12 if you count Watch the Thrones. Mm. Uh, Snoop has three. He has, he has three out of 17. And it's four if you count Murder Was the Case. Billboard lead singles in the top 100. Jay has mm-hmm. 55. It's another 13 if you count albums he did not release as singles, but they still charted. Damn. I, I need y'all to understand this because we about to get into some num- some people later that they actually have more songs that charted than the singles they released, which is crazy. That's crazy. Um, Snoop had 21 compared to 55 and one additional that charted that was not a single he released. Um, let's see, Billboard lead singles that they had in the top 10. Because you can be 99 and be on the Billboard. Jay-Z mm-hmm. had 12. Snoop had 6. It's not bad. It's about how far this has been going. It's been about half through this whole thing. Except for that 4 out of 17. Um, Billboard featured singles in the top 100. Jay had 28 out of 49. So he's done, uh, as far as counting on Wikipedia, he's had 49 featured singles. And out of those 49, 28 were in the top 100. Five additional that charted by themselves. Um, Snoop had 24. That's not bad. Twenty. Jay had 28, Snoop had 24. Snoop had 24 out of 115. So if, we, if we're doing averages and ratios and shit... Um, <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so, again, Snoop got hits, and Snoop is a hip-hop legend at this point, and Snoop has commercial success. He is not more commercially successful than Jay. He just is not in at any no. point. He's not. And he's behind And there's not a people. lot of people who are. Like, no. just, right. There's almost <laughs> nobody who is. Oh, they, like, they, like it, it, Most of our favorite yeah. rappers aren't even in the same sentence as Jay-Z when it comes to that nah. sort of thing. Nah. Mm-hmm. But okay, so this is what I found interesting when I started doing other people. T.I., for 
for instance, worldwide sales ain't up there. Best first week sales on the album is 568,000. First week um, sales greater than 300,000 is three out of 10 albums. He's been seven times platinum. He has zero platinum collab albums. Uh, he has, what, three albums that have hit number one out of the 10 he's released. He's had 38 singles in the top 100 that were his, and seven of those have been in the top 10, and he's had 19 Billboard feature singles. So Tip ain't far behind, right? Seven times is less than Snoop. It, 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 you know, he's not with Jay. That's really not a good battle. So uh, if we're doing battling... But if you just want to take a bunch of it would also be extremely entertaining to watch. Oh, it would. I think their conversation would be interesting. Yes. Bill Bill Cosby talking to a high lion would be an interesting conversation. Now, everybody kept throwing this man's name out. Um, Yay. Yay is, is the one that everybody's like, he would absolutely be able to go up against Jay. And I agree. Absolutely. He would. (laughs) I, I agree. Not, not just because they both made an album together. But because of these numbers, um, so he's yeah, only, of course, man. It's he, Kanye. Ye has done 14 million U.S. sales, which is only two more million than Snoop. He's had 21 million worldwide sales, but somehow I'm supposed to that, take into consideration. Is, but okay. Uh, so, so 21 million. I'm supposed to also take into consideration though the fact that he has over 100 million digital downloads, and I don't know at at that point where they do the calculations because you have to think of albums like Pablo and Ye and shit that they didn't actually this track well. Physical, they didn't make them. Yeah, they didn't track them well, so they, they didn't track them like they normally were tracking album sales. So the digital downloads for those were ridiculous, right? It's, it's just insane. So he has over 100 million down, digital downloads. The only other person that they throw 100 million digital downloads out for was Eminem. Um, Which makes sense. His, his sales first week for an album are better than both Jay and, AJ and um, Snoop's. He's had 960,000 for an album first week. Yeah, that was graduation? It was graduation. Yeah, yep. when he battled fifty, fifty was supposed to retire. Yeah, fifty lost. He did. Yep. Um, Jay. Um, um, hmm. First week, first week, okay. uh, first week sales over three hundred thousand. Kanye has ju- has done six ish out of nine because I don't have the correct numbers for Pablo and the other albums. So he's Got done six ish out of nine. He has been four times, fourteen times platinum, as I said earlier. One times platinum with a collab that was Watch the Thrones. Best number one LPs. Kanye is eight out of nine. He's yeah, nine out of ten. Zero percent. He's nine out of ten with Watch the Thrones. That's Billboard, 30, bro. <laughs> yes. Billboard Holy lead moly. singles. He has forty-five. Yeah. Billboard led singles and thirty-two additional charted singles. That means that. He had 45 singles that he did regular album releases for, and it just so happened that singles for shit like Yay and Jesus is King also had like seven songs that charted on Billboard that were never released as singles because of shit like Spotify and digital downloads and listens now. Yep, absolutely. Um, Billboard led singles in the top 10. He has 12, the same number as Jay. And Billboard featured singles, he has 32 out of 86 with seven additional that charted just because they did. So Kanye is is more on par with Jay, but if you did a Kanye versus Snoop battle, I'm not not listening. It's going to be entertaining. Here's the thing, and I just thought about this. This is why Kanye would win that battle against Jay-Z, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye has all of these, 
you know, we just ran through the numbers. He's been extraordinarily successful. All of his albums, except for maybe uh, Ye and Kids See Ghosts, have been critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kanye, while battling Jay-Z, could pull the biggest flex that I think anybody could pull in a battle like this, which is fucking play Jay-Z's acapella for, I don't know, Heart of the City and just have Jay's acapella playing, and he'd be like, hmm, let me just add some yay to this, and then drop beat in behind it, and be like, yeah, I did that shit. I did your song. Yeah. Like, these, are the, these are my hits. I made these for you. You notice how y'all heads ain't bobbing until I drop the beat in, right? You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, so. But what if Jay-Z was like, okay, I'll counter that, and I'll play one of your songs, and then I'll play Big Brother. Oh, 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 <laughs> this is fun now. Oh. I want this to happen. This I know. Right? This happen now. Oh, man. This is, this this is, is now become fun. This is mean. This is just mean now. All right. This is the truth of this. I mean, uh, oh my God. That would be good. That would be, a, that would be a much entertaining battle. That would be one for the ages right there. Yes, absolutely. Or, absolutely agreed. Or he could play a phone call from Beyonce to Kim Kardashian and just let silence run for like five minutes. He could do that too. <laughs> um, Ludacris. Ludacris's name has been coming up a lot. Ludacris has, served 38, has sold 38 million albums total. Uh, not surprised. That would Holy. Be, I, yeah. would, I would have so much fun in Ludacris jug. <laughs> his, yeah. uh, his best first his week party. sales... For an album is four hundred twenty nine thousand. That is less, it's much lesser than the other people, except for Ti, which is why alluding to Ti battle makes more sense than what everybody else is talking about. He has been twelve There's times a lot of platinum. Don't match up with Luda, I think. Yeah, he's he's been twelve times platinum. He has five that's albums that has sold over three hundred thousand in the first week out of eight. So that's them good numbers. That's great numbers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Billboard number one albums. He has four out of eight. Half, it's good. Mm-hmm. He's had twenty-seven lead Billboard singles in the top t- in the top one hundred, and he's had seven in the top ten of the twenty-seven. So you know, hey, the, the batting average here is, is pretty good. Um, Billboard featured singles, he has twenty-eight in the top one hundred out of fifty-seven total. So Luda ain't you know Luda ain't striking out. Luda, Luda got yeah, Luda no got slouch, some, man. Luda got some hits. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nelly. Let me jump to Nelly. So Nelly has 21.8 million albums sold. Uh, Nelly album sales are insane, y'all. Like, just go read his Wikipedia page. His oh, Wikipedia yeah. Discography Didn't he page. go diamond or close yes. to it? He went diamond, and then he sold, he went like, it with that suit and sweat shit. Yeah. yeah, both of those oh, ended up doing like two hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> drop down and get your eagle on that. All that on that. That's top. drop down and get your eagle on is definitely on sweatsuit. But they they had to count sweat sweat and suit as a as a one complete. They they went ahead and counted it as one complete album sale, even though he dropped them both separately within the same week because both of them did over three hundred thousand units in the same. Oh yeah, because the other one was like country with somebody. I can't remember the country guy name, but yeah. That was a big song, and I'm sure it got oh, play every... yeah, over and over yep. again. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that actually accounted for Nelly getting 737000 for his best first week sales, having Ooh. those two albums. Mm. Um, first week sales greater than 300000 He has done three. Uh, he's done that three times out of seven attempts. Um, platinum solo LPs. His How many times he's gone platinum with his own album? 20 times. Um, platinum with somebody else one time. 
Uh, Billboard number one LPs, he's had three out of seven. Billboard lead singles is 27. Billboard lead singles in the top 10 is 10. He's got a lot in the, He had a lot that were like down below like Finale. 60 shit. Go ahead. No, I, I, that was it. Okay. Um, Billboard featured singles, he's had seven out of 16. That's what I got here. Went ahead and continued to have fun. Did Outcast. Um, Outcast's numbers, I knew at one time were over like 30 something, I think. Or twenty seven oh, million, but I didn't I have the full numbers. Every album, yeah, so, so. I think they did. I think they actually did. Um, yeah, their best, they only got what six. They only got six. Yeah. Iowa all got platinum too. Yeah, yep. Wow. One time, I think it went one time platinum. Um, oh. even that joint, that joint him and um Big Boy did together, that Outcast presents shit that went platinum too. Um. Mm. Outcast the greatest hit album. The, the whole world? Like just that alone. Like, yes. <laughs> Outcast's True. first week sales or their best first week sales was five hundred and thirty thousand. I think that was Stank on you. I'm not sure, but it, it might I think it was Stank on you. I'm not sure. Because they went diamond off of what was it, the Love Below? They did. Speaker box. Yep. That album went diamond. They their first week sales over three hundred thousand is only two out of six. But they have gone twenty times platinum. There's there's that diamond. Um, one times platinum with a collab. Twenty times platinum with six albums. Twenty times platinum with six albums. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Billboard number one LPs, one out of six. They've only hit number one one time. Um, I can't remember what album it was. I'm what? sorry. Speakerbox. Huh? It's probably it's Hey Y'all. Gotta be Speakerbox. It was Hey Y'all. No, oh, wait, number one album. Song at number, number one or one album? Album. 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 Yeah, Speakerbox Love Below, for yeah, sure. Speakerbox Love Below. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. If it went diamond, there's no way it didn't hit number one. Um, Let's see. Billboard lead singles. They have, or lead singles in the top 100. They've only had 15. Um, only bill- 15. <laughs> well, I say only 15 because other people had 55, 38, 45. Yeah, they had 15. But that's because they stopped when they stopped. Right. Um, Billboard lead singles in the top 10, four. And Billboard featured singles in the top 100 is four out of eight. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one of these these niggas I want to go with. So let's go with Lil Wayne because somebody dropped Lil Wayne's name. In that oh, thread. my head hurts for this one. So Lil Wayne has sold 15 million, <laughs> I think, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his best first week sales. We haven't heard this one yet, so I'll let him be first. One million. In a week, he sold one million Ooh, units in a week. Big shit, right? Which one? Um, Lally Carter Party three. Carter three. Carter three. Yeah, had to be. Yeah. So, um, first week sales greater than three hundred thousand. He's had three. Can you guess which three? Lollipop. Which one is Lollipop? The lead single off of Carter, Carter three. Carter three. Carter three. Wait. Carter. Oh, four. sorry. Say that album? category one more time. I think I misheard you. First week sales for albums over three hundred thousand. Oh, was it the okay. Carter two? Carter three, Carter four, and maybe and Carter, Carter five. Who? It may be Carter five. Was the third? Yeah, one. I wouldn't. Yeah, that was when he was the hottest. It was all <laughs> Carters. Was, See, I've, I've, I think I've Carter four had a milli, right? I've tuned out the, yes. the Carters after. The Those are his one. most successful projects. Carter three, the third one I was like, really man, I like the they really did. Carter two is still his best sure. Carter. <laughs> Carter two is definitely the best, and then dedication, the best one, just his best Carter. Carter two, dedication two, back to back, fucking. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But didn't he have the Drought Is Over series too? Mm-hmm. In between cards, like that shit was fire. So like he, those he, were fire too. Game was fire. 
Um, we all know mixtape Lil Wayne is the best Lil Wayne, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Absolutely. has been eight times platinum for solo projects, zero times platinum for platinums. He his uh, best uh, was it's a Billboard number one albums. He's had five out of fourteen. He has had seventy three. That is the highest number we've heard here here for Billboard led singles in the top one hundred. He's had seventy three. That's a lot. That That's includes crazy. additional charted crazy. tracks. So actually, actually, then Jay would have more because Jay would have eighty eight. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Ooh. I'm wrong. It's seventy three. It's seventy three. He still got it. So um, Jay would only have like sixty something. Billboard led singles in the top ten. He's had three. Mm. I'll just let y'all sit on that. He's at three. He's at the lowest <laughs> of anybody. Mm. I, I know. I was like, wow. Um, this, this, I love this number. I, I hated counting this, but I love this number. For Billboard featured singles in the top 100, he's had 81. That's high. 81? 81. Wow. He's had 81 out of That's 187 crazy. attempts. Damn. This nigga just hopped on everybody's song. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so um, if y'all want to do Lil Wayne versus like Ludacris or T.I., then, you know, hey, or Snoop, there you go. You can do that, too. I think that's totally right in the same category. Like, they're in the same bubble with one another. You know what I'm saying? Like, hired, like, very high tier, but not God tier. All right. So it's two people left. One of them is Eminem. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to take a guess at who the last person is? Uh, yes, Kia Shine, sir. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I, I anybody want to take a serious guess? Know. Are you gonna do Nas for fun? Dead press. A serious guess. All right, hold hey, on. My serious guess, guess is Nas serious. for fun. That's what my favorite I'm, guess. Yeah, just, I'm listening, but I'm mad. just laughing. I'm I'm looking at all this these Nelly oh, albums. Oh, Obi Trice. <laughs> Yeah. Remember when Nelly had beef with like LL? And he had like no. Album, right? What? I, was it LL? I kind of want to know what LL's numbers are actually. Who yeah, I'm not he, doing LL's numbers. On the rock this is taking me all of my college. <laughs> <laughs> I still ain't got this guess yet. I don't know, uh, man. Like I said, I thought you just do Nas for fun because I just think no, nah, I didn't do Nas. Okay, we're comparing people to Jay Z, right? This is the whole uh, point of you looking artists up. Man. Uh, I saved the yeah, biggest I, two for last. Huh? I saved the biggest two for last. The biggest two? Obviously, Eminem is one, one of them. One of them is oh, I already said it's Eminem. It's not 50. But I should have done 50. I didn't do 50, though. Fuck 50. Man. Yeah, the Eminem one's I'm obviously one. Oh, Tupac? Man. Nope. Didn't do Tupac. Okay. Didn't do Biggie. Didn't do Big Are Pine. they alive yep. right now? Oh, very much. Okay, cool. And they're popular, very popular. I love this. This is great. Like this, is how I know we own. Wait, old. okay. So now I'm back. What? What was the question? Flowrider. It's not Flowrider. I should have did Flowrider. I'm. I'm not. I'm not, not really curious what his hit. numbers. Yeah, are. I'm like he got. He did numbers too, man. It's not Rick Ross. So he had trash ass songs. Nah, right? I didn't do Rick Ross. Ross if it, it was like Eminem and somebody else. It's What's not, the question? Who is, who is the last person Brandon picked to compare numbers against Jay? Being that Eminem and this person are basically like the highest up there and would be the closest competition. They, could, they are the highest and could possibly beat Jay. I'm trying to think of any idea what up there with Eminem because Eminem does numbers. Cause, numbers? You know, he's definitely done Diamond before. Yeah. 
Uh, the rapper. It's not Jay. We already did Kanye. Kanye. This is great. And it, yeah, it's a rapper. You said it's a rapper. I'm not, you know, I was like Beyonce. I didn't do Beyonce. It's a rapper. I mean, it, it, somebody in the '90s, early 2000s. I'm not. Give, like, I'm not doing that because this should be idiot. Y'all, y'all thinking too hard, and you don't want to think in the direction that you should be. I'm trying to think of commercial I, I, ass rappers, but I'm struggling. I feel like you're yeah, really overthinking this. You are. It's you are. Across. You are absolutely overthinking it. Y'all should hit this by now. Dr. Dre. Nope. <laughs> I'm out of guess this. <laughs> like, what? I, I'm, I'm very interested now, and I'm feel like I'm gonna be like, "This is a bullshit." When you say it, is it Puffy? It's not Puffy. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What? Puffy does numbers too. Puffy did, does numbers with other people. I'm not counting Puff. The executive produced Puff. Don't I count, can... yo. But Puff has single albums. He got one. <laughs> that one, man. Just oh, Kendrick. No, it's not Kendrick. What? You getting warmer though, but it's not Kendrick. Oh God, I don't. Warmer? Getting close, but it's not Kendrick. You in the uh, ballpark? Tyler? You're in the ball. It's not Tyler. You're you're in the ballpark. Did you do Cole? Now go up. I'm def- definitely did yeah. not go down and do Cole, sir. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, doing, I'm doing it for the for the fan anger. I instantly said ill. Doing it for the fan. Y'all want to know? Y'all want to know? I want to guess, but this is taking too long. All Fuck, right, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to you. Just like he forgot about his kid, y'all forgot about him, Drake. Oh, oh, we really wow. were overthinking that nigga. Oh yeah, Aubrey. That makes Aubrey, so of course. <laughs> of, of course, millions, that millions, shows, millions of units. Of course, that shows how much we care about him. You were hiding. <laughs> Straight up ignored his existence. I heard that last album, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. <clears throat> this, this is why that nigga got hits. And you know what? Hits. I started that that last one, and I was like, wait, I'm getting sleepy. I'll try this another time. <laughs> Like Kendrick, but warmer. Who who could it be? <laughs> we we made it not on our radar. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, that was we great. We didn't think about Aubrey. That's Ooh, amazing. Eight niggas even said Jay Cole and didn't say Drake. God damn, that's cold. <laughs> I was gonna do Jay Cole for just the funny. Cold just, world. Just the, the fans. And okay, how mad they get. So Eminem, thirty-two point two million copies sold in the U.S. just during the th- the two thousands. I don't even have the numbers for the two thousand tens, y'all. I ain't even got unreal. His numbers are ridiculous. No, his numbers are stupid. He's like, done over a hundred million, including singles for digital downloads, which is them two thousand ten numbers. I'm assuming. Um, best first week sales for an album one point seventy six seven six million. That's in sync numbers, nigga. Bro, that's that's right. fucking Taylor Swift numbers. Like yeah. she do two million in a week on her first week. Ariana Grande numbers. Yeah, That's right. Um, first week sales over three hundred thousand. Seven out of eleven. Seven mm. out of eleven albums. Even if they trash, she still does over. <laughs> a, a, oh yeah, quality ain't got nothing to do with quantity in that particular. Right. <laughs> um, platinum solo LPs. Plat. How many times has solo LPs have gone platinum? Thirty-eight times. Um, that's that's the highest. That's eleven higher than Jay, who had twenty seven. How many times he's gone platinum on a collab LP? Twelve times. What? Yeah. Who's a collab LP? That's what I was about anybody, to ask. Anybody he did a any any type of collab oh, any, or joint oh, any he track did. he did. Any no 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 album any joint album or something that was not a, an official stu- like an a like a studio like I, L- solo joint release like curtain calls and all that shit. I counted them as 
collab joints and he and his remixes like his relap relax or redux or whatever them shits went platinum too all them shits best of eminem albums went up with four times platinum like niggas didn't already have all those songs already they went out and brought the best of version nigga the d12 <laughs> album went triple platinum it's like that like you, you friends wow. with eminem you rich wait sorry both D12 albums went double platinum. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Not even the first one like, when it was just both new. Albums. Both, both of D12 them. D12 albums went double plat. By affiliation, my nigga. On the strength of Eminem. Um, Damn. Billboard number one LPs, nine out of 11. Um, Billboard led singles in the top 100. He's had 44 with 26 additional charted. Billboard led singles in the top 10. 16. That's the highest. Mm. Billboard featured singles in the top 100. He had 14, but he only did 22. White people. I mean, yeah. Drake. Drake. I do not have Drake's total album sales because they are not in math. They did not put them on the wiki. I don't have them. But I know he's going to... I don't even know what his... Because all his shit, you have to calculate like streaming mm-hmm. formulas yes. to find all his shit. I just know that nigga got multiple songs that have been streamed over a billion times, bro. Like, so, um, Drake's I best. I believe that week... nigga was number two in the world on Spotify. No, he's number one at once. The, the most streamed uh, artist on Spotify. Best week yeah. album sales. Best first week album sales for him. He is Little Wayne's son. One million. No, it's one million. It's just one million. And that was for uh, and it was, not according to this other. Wikipedia are you looking at can, are you looking at Canadian? Or are you looking at U.S. platinum? U.S. one point seven three for views. I was about to say views was the one that went platinum. So then yeah, views for one point seven. Um, first week sales over three hundred thousand. He's five out of five. This nigga usually does like six hundred thousand units minimum for an album. Like it's a bad week for him if he does six hundred thousand units in the first week. That's considered a bad week for Drake. Which is unreal. <clears throat> platinum mm-hmm. albums. How many times his albums have gone platinum? 24. Uh, let's see. Platinum collabs. One. I think that was with uh, Future. Best number one LPs. Or um, Billboard number one LPs. He, he's, he's fucking seven for seven. He's 100% number one. He drops an album as number one that week. Jay ain't even that. Billboard led singles in the top 100. 50 fucking eight. With 85. <laughs> hold on, hold on. 50, 58, 58 lead singles officially released. Official. 85 additional ones that just charted because they had his name on it. Yo, mm. we, look, y'all remember when we came with there and we were, and they were like, this is the first time that Drake has not been on the Billboard in eight years that nigga was on the billboard top hundred for eight years straight that's because he didn't do a song that's crazy that nigga will that That nigga will that nigga will come out do one song like uh uh and that shit will be and that shit will be on the charts like and then drop an album later like he 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 ruled remember he ruled summers and didn't drop an album he ruled summers by dropping like two songs Bro. He ruled the summer by dissing Meek Mill once. Yeah. That that last oh. album he just dropped, mo- most of it's charted. 
most of it and all of it's garbage i think all of it i think actually every song on there is charted and like the same thing with views views and more life had so many fucking songs on them that charted mm-hmm. one of his albums every song charted i can't remember if it was more life it was another one one of them every song charted no because he gets he got stuff that comes out right and you'll be like, this album is trash. And they have one or two songs that you'd be like, this these songs are fire. <laughs> and, and you can't stop right summer. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like that nigga no that nigga has cracked zero to one hundred is still my jam. Dog. He has cracked the code. He has cracked the formula. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when they said this, that nigga was eight eight years straight. Nobody's ever like not oh, eight years he's been on the charts and been successful. Right. Eight years continuously. From Just, this year I'm, to this year. Parked in residence, chilling. Drake has been on the chart longer than some of y'all kids. Singing, like doing whatever. This nigga did right. pussy slide. What the fuck? That like, shit is trash. He... That nigga said, "Look, all these people get famous off of TikTok. Let me make one." <laughs> Man, he was already famous. A basic ass dance, like um, your boy Mark. for um Billboard led Billboard lead singles in the top ten. Twenty five. <laughs> Yo, real quick, let me just interject with this. I'm looking at this uh the lead singles chart on Wikipedia right now and it shows peak chart positions in Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, New Zealand, Switzerland, the UK, the US pop charts, the US R&B hip hop charts and the US rap charts, right? When Drake released One Dance, it's just a one across, across the entire world. <laughs> Everywhere, <laughs> every single chart it hit number one on. <sighs> um, singing, singing. Best, uh, best, best. That's Billboard, crazy. Billboard featured singles. Him on other people's songs that was in the top one hundred sixty nine. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, sixty nine. Nigga, God, we you forget how big Drake is. Good Lord. Like, it's so nice for what would have done number one everywhere, but France hated it. It only did number 26 there. It was number one everywhere else. ready for that bounce. That's all right, France. (laughs) So. That's probably the only song I like off of fucking Scorpion. Me too. (laughs) I will be the nigga, I will be the nigga to say it because this is their age and it's not ours. If Jay does an IG versus live battle against Drake, Oh, he's Drake gonna get oh, he will win. <laughs> oh, he, he losing. It's a bloodbath. Oh, yeah, like, Drake will win. win. Well, I can say that with my chest out. He loses. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah absolutely, DJ. Like y'all up here talking I about Snoop said. got hit. Snoop can snoop snoop with Snoopy. No, no, Drake with Drake would murder every one of these niggas on this list. Hundred percent. With without with with mixtapes. Drake called that. himself the king of pop and was correct. 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 Drake could murder these niggas with only his mixtapes. Some of them. That's how Leith, because More Life is a mixtape. If you can read this, it's too late. It's a mixtape. It's a mixtape, yeah. <laughs> he can sure murder is. niggas with these mixtapes. I mean, is it, was, uh, what was the, was the future thing was a mixtape? Yeah, that counts man? as a mixtape. Yep. My nigga, you know how many, Jump. Thank you. Jump yeah, man, I put, I put that on Digital Dash. Day. I put that on the other day and was in there. Jog, it bangs. <laughs> Metro like, Boomin. A whole bop. Like, a whole bop. And then, like, man, like, on that song when Drake come in singing, like, Bro. <laughs> you, you write that singing with him. Like, yep. 
arguments. And we over here having our old man arguments with Jay versus Snoop and Jay versus Ye and Eminem and T.I. No, like, nigga, Drake is over here like... Drake could come into the battle. Drake could drop an album the day of the battle. Which he could drop <laughs> he could drop the album at three AM and just play that and crush. And the battle would be at seven. <laughs> and by the time we hit seven PM that night when the album dropped at three AM, all of them all of them songs would be chart would be chart toppers and at least ten of them would be filling the top ten on the billboard that day. And he so he could officially use them to beat everybody ass. Yo, I made this hit single just for you right now. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> and that would be it. Yo. That's wild. That is wild. Like, honestly, if Jay Z was like Heart of the City and then uh, Drake came through and was like, played I'm the plug, I'm just like, I mean, I don't know, Jay. I hate to see it. It's, it's a killer when somebody can come at Jay Z with an album, with a song he didn't even put on an album because they didn't have to. Like, if Jay played a battle joint, Drake could then come play what five AM in Toronto? Yeah. That shit wasn't even on fucking album, dog. Zero to one hundred wasn't on an album. That's probably my favorite Drake song ever. Yeah. Nigga. That shit was Soldier Boy. Nigga, we made it. That was his opener oh for a God. while, and that shit was never even officially I released anywhere. He, he could even play the song where he's talking about his uh oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about my kid right now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna right. diss myself. You played a diss track <laughs> against somebody else, but Jay. I dissed myself better than any other nigga. Even Pusha T. I dissed myself better than Push. And Push killed that nigga. Push absolutely Push killed that nigga. You're hiding a child will be forever. Like just one of the greatest songs in hip hop. Yes. <laughs> you are hiding a child. White wiping <laughs> the stench off the baby mama. Man, for the IG. Oh my God, it was great. Decent, yo. So um, that was a moment. So uh, I was and Drake um, didn't even sweat it. He just kept it pushing, tweeted through it, if you will. He already tore himself down to the lowest lows. Y'all can't make this man sadder than he's made himself and made millions off of it. Truly, I'm so depressed today. (laughs) I'm so depressed. I think I'll make a million. Nigga, it's Teflon. I'm so depressed. Nigga had him in blackface, like, and still. Right. Drake and Adele might be the only two people in the industry who, when they are depressed as fuck, they end up going diamond. Like, how sad are you this year? Your album about to be fucking fire. Oh, you had some turmoil? Oh, you better get ready for these truckloads of money to pull up at your crib. Uh, Did your goldfish die yesterday? Yo, you got to turn that into an album, dog. Real talk. Real talk. You got to do that. Goldie died, you gotta turn that into an album, bro. <laughs> Make it about your feelings. It's all about the feelings. Yeah. Um, people mentioned this uh this Kaya versus Trina shit. I don't I don't even know why. Y'all can't name I got one song. What are you talking about? Uh, y'all, y'all can't name. I know. That's just, it's just annoying. More. And then people are really like the respect of Trina whole... is unconscionable. Right. Like, okay, yes, Trina doesn't have like massive, 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 massive hits. Like we all know this. But for you to even twist your mouth and even even say such a thing like, oh, it's Trina is not nothing. Like Trina don't have songs out here since the ninety-nine and the two thousands. Like right. it's absolutely crazy. Especially when Trina was minding her black ass business 
and Kaya decided to come all talking about we need to do a versus battle. And Trina wasn't even stunting that. Like, this is all from Raggedy Kaya's mouth. And y'all getting that all up in arms me. about shit. Like, Trina could play pull over and then I'd be a rap. All Trina gotta do is play two songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is one. She won. I think she sometimes y'all need to respect the region, bro. And she could play pull over and be like, boom. She could play I'm the baddest bitch. I was about to say, baddest bitch is sitting there in the holster <laughs> waiting. Yeah. Right. Hellfire. I don't care what nobody says. Like, I just, I don't, whatever. like, y'all, like, just because you not in Florida and shit, or you ain't in the South like that, or you really ain't in good clubs like that, that don't mean Trina ain't doing shit. Like, again, it's a lot of niggas I don't listen to. That don't mean they ain't winning. Like, I don't bump Katy Perry shit like that, but I know she's a stunner. <laughs> she's out here winning every album. I don't have to listen to it to know that. Oh, my, none of my friends listen to Katy Perry. Oh, okay. That don't mean that don't mean right. she ain't got other people out there listening to her and they friends don't be listening to her. Like everybody got their shit that they like. Y'all know who Trina is. Like people know who Trina is. I, y'all put gotta stop prioritizing name. Put some respect on the name. White people, if they don't know anything, they know one or two Trina songs. Like and don't know they know them. Just be quoting them like Dave Chappelle's lines. <laughs> I'm rich bitch and the baddest bitch. Like damn. I just, I don't, mm. so, okay, so, um, MTV2 has been, like, doing made and true life episodes during the day, like, just streaming old episodes on, on MTV Classic, but not, so I've been watching the fuck out of them, and the best thing about made is when they bring in black women coaches for these spoiled-ass little white kids, and they be making them into shit, and putting them through the ropes while they doing it. So they had one today where this little girl wanted to be a rapper. Look, Made Into the Rappers are always some of my favorites. Yeah. I feel like there's only one good one. I, this, this, So I got a clip that I posted in the group because I was like, I got to put this on YouTube. I, I just have to put this, this clip because this is too... F- I was crying at this clip because it just gave me fucking like... This girl did not know what she was doing. I think, I think the only person that made that person halfway decent was Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, he did a real good episode on it. But he actually yeah. like made old boy develop. So he told that, he told that nigga skills. like you gonna learn these rhyme bro. He broke he wrote he broke rap down for that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you gonna do this and you gonna put the work in. You gonna respect this shit. Yeah. He was like you're not gonna make me look bad. So I just put this episode up and I just kinda want y'all to listen to it and I want to get y'all views because I put it on YouTube and I'm already getting comments. I didn't even put like my opinion. I just put it on YouTube and asked a question just to see what type of bot ass comments I would get for this. And they're all bad. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Hey. So we have yesterday. This came from a discussion we had in third hour on cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation is taking a piece of this culture and making it into whatever. That can be seen as problematic. To be a part of the performance, you must understand, respect, and vibe with the community. To not be able to do that is disrespectful. So we're going to ask a question and then give our guest, Emma, time to respond. How you doing, sister? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. 
All right, our first question is... She's not a sister. She's a little white girl, but she called her sister out of respect. Is going to be asked by Anna. I had no idea the class would have questions prepared. I felt blindsided. Before uh, choosing to become a rapper, did you know anything about the West African culture? Um, I sort of knew that hip hop was based in West Africa, the drum beats and the storytelling. Um, I'm hoping through this process to learn more. I don't want to be some superficial rapper that doesn't know what history is. Yet you wanted to become a rapper and you asked for a maid coach from MTV because you wanted to show the kids at your school that you could be cool. We ain't got to go all the way back to West Africa. Do you know what happened in New York in the 70s? Like, it's just like... Can you say two rap bars from your favorite rapper right now, today, this second? Was... Right now. Honestly, that's like, that's right it, right? There's right one now. question. There's one question that we all could ask her and we're going to know where you stand. We're going to be like, right now, look at her, like, who your top five? That's all we gotta ask. Who is your top five? That is honestly, the, that's yeah. If you are a rap person. You have your five, and you can defend those five. And you know what? Ain't right none now? of them. Ain't none of them niggas in West Africa. So who are your top five? <laughs> like, that's that's the only question. Like I've been like, if you oh you think you're rap? Who your top five? That's it. That's all I gotta know. I'm gonna know by your answers. I'm gonna know where you stand. I'm gonna know uh what what music you listen to the most. I probably can know what decade you grew up in. Oh yeah, I can learn all kinds of stuff just by asking five. you who you're. Because I can five. tell you right now, Black Boy JB don't know nothing about West Africa. <laughs> 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 he a rapper. You don't come on. That's not necessary. All right. Okay. What specifically do you like about rap music that you can't find in other types of music? I love that question. What specifically Damn. do you Damn. love about rap music that you can't find I, in other fuck with that question. genres? She 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 was like so That's so. A good ass question. Why? Why ain't why ain't pop hitting for you? Why the niggas? <laughs> they got pop songs with 808s. Why don't you take your white ass over there, huh? I really like how hip hop artists are open. You know what I mean? They kind of tell their whole life story, and they're looking for you to learn from their life experiences. And I know a lot of you guys might not know this, but I've been horribly bullied for the past two years in high school. It was a horrible experience. But there you go. Talk about your. I have a story, and I want to share it with the world. I mean, That's you can survive you, bullying. How well do you see yourself connecting to African-American culture and the people in general? Okay. This is where I had to cackle. I need y'all. Just listen. Hold on, hold on. So then the teacher was like, look at class. This white woman thinks she about to rap. <laughs> Let's get these questions prepared. She Listen, <laughs> she, went, she went to the teacher the day before and they had a little back and forth. The teacher was trying to check her and she wasn't trying to be checked. So she was like, I want to come in and talk to your class. And she's just like, okay. Forgetting that this was a teacher and she could hand out assignments. So she did. <laughs> she got, these kids came prepared. Does like, this girl got bars though? No. I need and <laughs> I need y'all. I need y'all to That's listen. That's the ultimate question. I need yeah, you to right? listen to like, this question. All right. Like your mind is about to explode. Oh God. All right. And yeah, I don't so mind. If you, listen, was, don't turn your you mic off. With black people? Do not turn yes. your mic off. Yes. The question was, how do you plan to connect with black people? I need y'all to listen to this girl's response because this is where she went. This This is where she went, Karen. This is where she went, Karen. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right. So I have a pretty diverse background. My parents had a baby at 17. They lived in government subsidized housing for six years. I don't think it's anything worse than that. I consider that the ghetto. You you live in subsidized housing now? Not anymore. When did you live in subsidized housing? I never lived there, but my parents have these stories they've passed on to me from there. You're feeling like because your parents told you about that, that you have a certain connection. But I'm saying, like, you don't know what you're talking about. So if you say that... (laughs) a black person you're gonna offend them you know what i mean how do you respond to people 
that understand the roots of rap and they say to you, you're disrespecting the culture. I can ask for help. That's the best I can do. I don't have all the answers. Other people can help me out. I don't want to get into arguments over race. I'm 17 years old. I'm not looking to change racial barriers that have been here for 500 years. Right now, I'm looking to kind of spread my message. That's what I'm looking to do. Okay, Retina. How will you frame your rap so that you connect to people that come from backgrounds different from yourself? Okay, so it wasn't bad enough that you just heard what she said. You just heard what she said. She literally said... My parents had me had a teenage baby. <laughs> That's how I can connect with black people. <laughs> wow. And they lived in subsidized housing. Oh. So I know the ghetto. Oh. And they lived <laughs> nigga. She was like, Y'all know all them story stereotypes? Mm-hmm. I've been I experienced it. I've been no, I didn't. My parents kind of did. My parents did. Kinda, and they told me about it. She so. said her parents oh, you know, passed also, down the story. Also, you know, my, my parents, you know, my family long line of indentured servants you know so you know slavery is like <laughs> oh okay so oh it wasn't bad enough that she got this question wrong right she then followed up with this one and i'm just like i want to throw her a life raft but i also want to continue to get these laughs so uh drown baby drown I'm a feminist, okay? I'm going to put that out there. Um, I don't think that there's a difference between white women's feminism and African-American feminism. You guys know what I mean? Like, there shouldn't be you... a difference between the two of them. No, oh, look, we ain't the ones that made the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you we, we didn't do that. That won't If y'all you know. could see the teacher shaking her head when that white girl said, ain't no <sighs> difference between black women feminism and white women feminism. Um, I don't. You lost us when you said there's no difference. I don't feel like there is. Between a black woman and no, a there's not. It's the difference between me as a black woman in the suburbs and my cousins, black women in the ghetto. I can't go to Detroit and say those black women problems and issues are the same as mine. I mean, yeah, there are separate groups, but I'm working to branch that right now. But I have to- She just said she wasn't trying to end racism, but now she's working to branch things. I don't understand. Are you trying to fix it? Feminism, or you not, not trying to racism, fuck with Brandon. It's a difference. <laughs> like, what? Know why we're not the same in order to start bridging. But if you tell me my story is the same as a white woman's story, I know you don't know me. And I don't blame you for that. But at least respect that I have a past and a history, and it's not like white women. It's just not. That's the reality. I'm not really sure why we're getting into this. I'm not here because to talk about... We're trying to see... But you see, I'm not here to talk about that today. I'm here to talk about oh, why I want to be a rapper. Oh, see, look. You went from, I want to learn... Uh, she went full fuck on this shit. <laughs> Man, I don't care about y'all niggas' problems. I'm trying to... Yeah. Hey, look, and only because you got some pushback. Like, that's how you learn, though. Some you very, like, like, measured educational pushback. Bro, yeah. this is light work. Pushback that's trying to teach you. Not even pushback is like being like you're, is, you're a horrible person. Just the very definition of constructive criticism. Yo, they trying to help her. Like they legit trying to save her, but she yeah. don't want to be saved. To want to no, ask babe, questions. I, I wanted to speak my gender so you guys know who I am. I wasn't expecting to be prodded along and not get the opportunity to say what I wanted to say. Have you not got it all out yet? No, I have not gotten it out yet. What would you like to say at this point? At this point in time, I have no more comments. I'm not open for discussion right now. We gave you look, I haven't said it all. What do you got to say? Nothing. I would have been like, oh, you didn't get to say everything you felt like? No, I did not. Welcome to being black. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, just, I'm really uncomfortable right now. I don't want to speak my opinion right now. What makes you uncomfortable? What makes you uncomfortable? All these side the conversations. Why do you make uncomfortable? I'm sick and tired of it. Okay, I've had a horrible two years You have made me uncomfortable. This feels like a wool sweater. I don't like it. And it looks like it's hard for you right now. Now. I want y'all to hear what she went home and told her mama happened in the black oh, woman's Lord. class today. Oh, she got attacked. She was fully attacked. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was attacked. Oh, everybody did it. They tarred and feathered right, so her. So tell me what happened. You went it was her ridiculed. Originally, she told me I could talk, originally. But then they started whipping out questions and wouldn't let me talk. I had to answer their questions all about my ideas on West African culture. I'm 17 years old. I can't change 500 years of bigotry. I can't even come to understand it. But this teacher seems to think that I have to. She's a bully. And she's trying to provoke conversation. No, she's sense something serious. Yeah, she called her a bully. Man. Like, you literally said in one of your questions, I would like to learn. Like, you can just sit there and just be like, yo, you know what? Like, that's why I'm here, because I really do like enjoy the culture and, and, and I and I like that. And I want to learn. Cause people like if you show respect. Mm-hmm. Respect means you don't have to know everything. Respect just means you okay. I understand it's different. I understand that there's something special about it, and I want to learn. Man, people will welcome the fuck out of you. Black people, especially, we've been doing it for especially. the last five hundred years. Like, like, despite being lynched, hung, killed, massacred, sla- enslaved, tortured, uh, imprisoned, everything else, we'll still be like, "Yo, I'm cool with you, white person. You seem cool. Like you respect me." We'll still do that. Like at the end of the day, we'll still give you respect if you show us respect, despite the fact that we can't turn our backs on people in blue shirts without maybe catching a bullet. We will still do that for people. And then she yep. she gonna go home and be like, that teacher bullied me. That teacher even oh she actually created a bridge to the girl. She was like, listen, I know you don't understand that black feminism is different from white feminism because you're a little white girl who don't know shit. And she said, and it's and not I understand your that you don't know it. But she said, it's not ne- your she, she said I don't fault you. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like. But she's like, you got to understand that it's different. She even said, it, I'm, my my stuff is different than my cousins who live somewhere else. Like she, right. she brought it so intersectional like, at that so point. I, I can't speak for them. Like you get, she, and she looked, she said, you got to understand that there's differences to do it. Like that's the one thing I don't like about when with some, is like in extremes with some white people, is either A, you are racist, or B, I don't see any race, and that's just as bad. Because then you're you're erasing an entire part of me. You're erasing everything that made me me. But saying right. you don't see it is like basically saying that you don't you don't you basically admitting you don't have to see it because of your. Privilege. And it's also like saying that like it's a like, look. Don't worry, I don't see this thing that's bad that you don't want people to see. It's like no, I like the fact that this is a part of me. I want it to be seen, and I want it to be seen in the positive light that it should be seen in. But you going, no, don't worry. Don't worry. I, I don't even but pay attention you, to that. Can you imagine, like, can you imagine, like, your girl coming to you and being like, yo, yo, men call me a bitch. And for you to, to touch her on the shoulder and be like, that's okay, baby. I don't call you a bitch. What the fuck? They don't fix nothing for her. Right. She wasn't talking about you. Like, if that was a, just because you don't do something that a bunch of other people do to people, just because you don't call black people nigger, doesn't mean that I shouldn't feel offended or it shouldn't be a problem. Or you shouldn't acknowledge that it's a problem when one of your other friends is calling me a nigger. Like, what is that? Oh, I don't, I don't see nigger. I just see friend. 
That's <laughs> cool. But when they come to my house at night and try to drag me out, they see nigger. That's yeah, a problem. Like, yeah. You don't see nigger, but understand that other people do and have my back. Thank you. And saying you don't see what a nigga just what a person just called me is not having my back. That's just not it. That's not like, support. With with all the craziness been going on with you know with this dude getting shot, right? I am posted not that post, you know. I haven't seen you know because I think you know a lot, a lot of us, a lot of us are just like, all right, we got too much trauma going on. I can't be doing all this shit, right? Yep. But it feels good because I have cultivated I have cultivated my friends list where <laughs> I'm looking up there and I got multiple multiple white friends who are being like, this is some bullshit. Look, white people, we need to do better. And I'm sitting there looking at them like, thank you. That's that's it. <laughs> Just do some I of the heavy lifting for your boy from time shit, to time. That, that feels good. I appreciate that I ain't got to sit there and figure this shit out with you. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate that you, like, when I, I got I got friends I follow who who are calling out their family members. Please, in the yes. Podcast. And I'm watching out, you know what I mean? You, you watch that comment section in Facebook, Ooh. and you're like, oh, this is getting tight. Mm-hmm. Look here, Uncle So-and-so. Right. <laughs> we ain't about to talk about, like, that racist shit ass. So you want to keep doing that shit. You take that shit somewhere else. Wait till I tell your mom. I don't give a fuck. I'll be like, oh, I'm sitting in the back just like with my popcorn. Like, Yo. Yo. Get him. Mm. This shit is crazy. So she continues. I'm sort of weak. This and she went after it. I mean, I, you, you don't have a class with her. You're graduating in two months. Who cares? I don't know. Mom, it was absolutely atrocious. I, I'm proud of the fact that you went. I'm not proud of it. It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing to be real with who you are, Emma. You just don't like to show feelings. And I think part of why you're upset is that you told these kids how you really felt and you were vulnerable and now it hurts. That's life, you know? But you feel like they judged you by the way you look. Yeah. How would you feel if you were to those kids and they know when they go into certain stores or go certain They're going to get stared at. I, I, people think they're going to be a thief. They feel vulnerable all the time. So you understood it when it was coming from a white woman, when it was coming from a black woman in a class, in a class of black no, people, you was bullied. That's how it is all the time, man. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's how it is all the time. So then she goes and she tells her maid coach, who is a black male rapper. You said it was Homeboy Sandman? It's not Homeboy Sandman. No, Sand no. Man Homeboy Sandman did another another uh, guy. Oh, okay. Yes. He just did a I was like, I don't, he doesn't seem like the type that would put up with that shit. He no, wouldn't. he just did a very, Homeboy Sandman did a very good one. Like, he was teaching that dude, like, like how to break down rap bars and yeah, stuff that, like that. that. Kid oh, tight. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. But, uh, so then she goes, she tells her, her black. Who's the rapper? I don't know who this rapper is, dog. I, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I wasn't thrilled when PL made me. There you go. His name is PL. Dig everything back up. It was bad. The students were just getting in my face and yelling. Oh, no, they weren't. God. They said, I don't, I can't be a hip hop artist. I don't what, understand that hip hop comes from West Africa. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure rap music comes from the Bronx. You didn't say that. They, they said they, they didn't yell at you and say you couldn't be a rapper if you didn't know this. They didn't get in her face and yell at her either. They all stayed in their also, I could tell that they weren't getting in her face, by the way. It, <laughs> it, was, a, it was a classroom. They were asking questions with, te- the with teacher supervision. By the way, it was an instructional yeah. atmosphere. But she and said, "Somebody asked you about West Africa because, in essence, all our music comes from West Africa. It's all yes. influenced by that." Right. She didn't say rap came straight from there. She said the drums, the rhythm, the inspirations for that that led to the culture of rap came from there, and they did. Yes. <laughs> they, all, they did. all black American music, <laughs> um, and by extension, all American music. Now, 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 I, I want to emphasize that if she had had. Like Jean Grey 
as her maid coach, this episode would have been perfect. Jean Grey did one too, didn't she? She did do one. But instead, she has this guy. And here Bill we go. PL. Here we go. From the Bronx. Yeah, definitely not West Africa. Yeah. I just want you to know that that was really, really dope of you to go in there. I think I was most upset that I opened up to the class and I felt like I was opening up to them and mm-hmm. then they saw that and they thought it was a weakness. But, you know, being vulnerable is something that could be a beautiful thing. So by you even saying, yo, I just, you know, open myself up a little to these people that you don't even know is a big step because that's something that you have to do in rap. I think Emma learned that the world is real, you know, and and that there's people that aren't going to agree with you and that are going to judge you and you can't change everybody's mind with a quick remark. So he just gave the blackest answer to how come how come we can't fix racism and white people, but did it for a white spoiled brat who went into a classroom and definitely appropriated black culture and put up a middle finger to the people who questioned her about it. Like, bruh, when you go into a culture that ain't yours and do something that is culturally theirs, right? You're going to get asked questions. When you come from the dominant culture who has not you, you know, but has a, that culture has a history of stealing from other cultures. Bruh. They definitely going to ask questions. Like my ass right now, I can start hitting there and being like, you know what? I really enjoy Indian music. And I started doing that shit. And I started doing that. And, Every Indian person has every right to come up to me and be like, do you know about this? What, what about doing? this part of the culture? Of you course. How, how this goes to the religion. And if I can't answer those questions or are willing to learn and listen to them so I can understand like their meanings behind why I just think this sounds good to me, then that's on me. That ain't on them. It's their culture. So y'all want to hear a verse? Y'all want to hear what she did at the end of this episode? No. Here's the thing. Cringy rap makes me more uncomfortable than just about anything else. But for the sake of science, I'm going to say yes, even though I'm going to hate myself afterwards. She put, she said in this verse, fucking terrible. it sounds like it was written as a parody. She said, she, she said, there's a teacher named Vicky. That was a black woman in the American, uh, African Americans and humanity studies class. She said, acting like a, there's a teacher named Vicky, Vicky acting like a mean babysitter. She's icky. She did this at a school talent show. She, she tried to district. Theory? You know what? That might be the most hip hop shit she did. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a stray at somebody who ain't do nothing to you. And right, right in, and right in the in front of them. Yeah, that's. And and what got me was the black kids in the class. Some of them are like cheering. Oh, she dismissed Vicky, yo, because they kids and they stupid. But then afterwards, yeah, they were talking <laughs> to her, and it was like, yo, her flow ain't bad or whatever. And I was with her until she dismissed Vicky, and then she dismissed Vicky. I was like, I can't, I can't get down with it no more. I can't fuck with her, dude. <laughs> dude, I would. We, me and my girl laugh at this all the time. Black people will hype the fuck out of some white folks. Oh, absolutely. We love yes. doing it. Yes, we will. Now, 
Sometimes we'll hype you up because you're actually good at what you're doing. Other the majority of the time, funny. it's amusing to us. It's funny. And, oh, going, and we want you to keep doing it. So if you just break out and you be like, and, and, and that song is on, and you break your ass out, you start dancing, and everybody going around you, and they just cheering you and cheering you, mm, now, I'm, I'm you tell might. You, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, what, I'm gonna tell you what I didn't record that was in the episode, too. So she has a, there is a group of black boys at her school that are a known rap group. And Nave came to she visit her. Yeah, yeah. They came to visit her after this shit happened. And they, them niggas was doing just what Twan was, was saying. But they was trying to act like they were genuine about it. They was like, yo, you know what you should. Like, she read them this rap. And it was like, oh, yo, boy. she dismissed Vicky. They was like, yo, you know what you should do? You should write a rap and we should all go back to her classroom. You should spit that joint in her classroom to her students. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the she was about setup. to do it. Oh, full damn. setup. She was ready to uh, do it. She was going to do it. And then the last minute setup. she punked out. Not because she was, not because she realized that she was about to get it. She punked out because she's still a punk. In this episode, she was like, I'm just scared. To, I'm scared to rap in that classroom and I just don't want to go back to that classroom ever. She was like, I don't want her. Like, if I go in that classroom, she'll have control over me, and I don't like being bullied. And I was like, but do you realize not going in the classroom and avoiding that space because you scared me she has control over you? you? <laughs> like, yeah, you lost. Yeah. They, you, you for real lost. So this is, this is why some people don't believe some white folks when they be like, I've been bullied. Because we'd be like, no, I'm going to need to see the details first. Yeah, I, I need the after <laughs> just, episode just, for this. Just to make sure. I just, need to talk to PL. Sure. Like, I want to interview with Miss Vicky and PL after they saw this episode and she saw what that white girl went back and told other people that she did in that classroom. Yeah, that follow-up is necessary. Look, 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 look. She don't even need to follow-up because Miss Vicky, like, y'all got to take... <laughs> Y'all played the whole series. I need to hear the comments, dog, because like she did that shit in that classroom. Like she didn't know MTV was in that classroom filming her. Then she went back and told lies, knowing that MTV was filming her telling the lies. No, but see, the thing is, they weren't lies. That's how she actually perceives it. And that's the hardest part to that's get to wild. some of these people is that it's, it's not that this thing happened to you, that your perception of it. Because the fact that they feel like they cannot ever be challenged. Mm-hmm. So the fact right. that you challenge them and the fact that you do it forcefully, and we're saying forcefully, not in like getting in your face, but forcefully. Just not like, relenting. No, not. Yeah. Then they're like, oh my God, what is this? This is, I don't like the way this feels. So they must be doing something very, very bad to me because it's making me feel bad. And then that's when you get the stuff when you're like, I've been bullied. Oh, they're doing this about what about my family. That's why you get like people who say racist shit all the time and then yes. come back and talk about how, well, I don't like the way this made me feel like, but you never acknowledged that you said something that somebody told you they didn't like the way it made them feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah, I, I, I that, just... That's the, that's the thing that's just frustrating. And like, it, I don't know I don't know how much made y'all watched. Like, I, I know, Twan, you watched, I watched the, the original, original series. I haven't watched the new shit. So, no, this is the old series. This is, like, from... this. So, so what happened with Made, if you were paying attention um, throughout the series? Really? Like, from way back in yeah. the day? So, so, yeah, so they're playing old. They're playing old True Lives in the old maze. They pick a season, like, every Friday and sometimes in the middle of the week, and they just oh, play shit. a bunch of episodes. But here's what happened with Made, and I remember this is why I stopped watching it. So, the first seasons of Made 
like up to like maybe eight or nine. Oh, they, they were actually full... working people who really wanted to do this stuff. Yeah, they did full episodes. Like they would come in. Somebody was trying to be like a, go- a race car driver or something, and they was like actually on the track, like working. Yeah, they would. The, the coach would come in. They would immediately start helping these people, training them, giving them things to do. At a certain point, there would be a controversy where the person didn't want to do it anymore, and the maid coach would either be like, would either coddle them into going back into it, or be like, "Yo, if you don't do this shit, I'm fucking leaving. I'll leave you high and dry." For the shit that you need to do at the end. Because there's always something at the end. So it had three parts. The person shows up. Mm-hmm. They critique you. Tell you what you're going to have to do. How hard it's going to be. Then in the second part, they actually put you through the training. And they challenge you by setting something up for the final act. Which is where you perform it or do something in front of a bunch of people. And that shows your full transition, right? You've been made. Well, when they reached like episode season like season 10 or 11. they MTV was on this, we got to pump shit out fast food style. So they stopped doing it that way. They just edited everything real tight and they cut it all up. And what you end up getting is an episode where somebody shows up and it's not, it's, it's them as the, as themselves, maybe some training for a little while. Then they give them a challenge. You see like a week of training or whatever. And then at the end they perform and it's all hunky dory. And it's just really, it just looks like the most Disney Cinderella version of made, right? So, and they got the worst kids for these. These were kids that did not want to do this shit. They had one where they had a black girl named Adora show up from Shinobi Ninja. And she used to sing backup for like a, um, Santa Gold, Santa Gold or whatever, right? And now she, then she got her own group in New York. She came to help oh, this nice. white girl who wanted to sing. This white girl fought her as soon as she showed up. She was like, hey... I'm your maid coach. I'm here to teach you how to sing. I'm here to help you get some style. I'm here to help you come out of your shell. The first thing the white girl said back to her was, yeah, I'm just going to let you know right now. I don't really like people to change me and I don't like to do things I don't want to do. So I'm probably not going to do that stuff. I was like, so why are you here? That's why I came with this show. Because I didn't want right. to be, the, the, the show is called Made, but I don't want to be made into anything. So, <laughs> so they made it seem like, so wow. this girl, the, uh, Adora helped this girl Real to figure out the way she wanted to sing, which was different from the way Adora wanted to sing. She helped her put together a band. She helped her start writing a song. And Damn. then she showed up one day and the girl was Adora was like, Yo, let's do this work. And the girl was like, So she she showed up one day and she said, Write a personal song. And the girl didn't write a personal song. She wrote a song about somebody else. And she was like, Hey dog, I told you to write a song about yourself, something personal that opens you up. So I'm gonna need you to go back and actually do what I asked you to do before we can do this song shit. She came back the next day. The girl, she was like, so did you write this song? And uh, the girl was like, yeah, I wrote the song. And the girl was like, cool, let me hear it. So the girl starts flipping through her little composite note diary book. And she goes, do I have to read it to you? Because I really don't want to. And the girl was like, okay, you know what? If you don't want me here, like like you, like if you think you can do this, you want to direct the band, you want to do. So no, no, no. So then she was like, you know what? You don't want to read it. Fine. Whatever, whatever. Listen, your little band. Your little band, you need to cut memories. You got your eleven. She's like, you got eleven people in your band. She said, you got eleven people in your band. You need to cut some of the people from your band. You can't perform what, what with this. What are they doing? She got all the pieces, bro. She let everybody <laughs> who came every out, root. everybody who came out and could actually play two notes in sync and in, in harmonic sync. She let them be in the band. So Adora was like, listen, you got to cut two members. Your band is too big. It's gonna be hard to manage, and I can't hear your voice when they all playing. The girl was like, well, I don't want to do that. I like everybody. So she was like, okay, you know what? Since you want to be the band director and you want to write your own music, and you don't need my help. You don't want to do this. I'm taking my keyboard because she had brought a keyboard with her. She said, I'm taking my keyboard and I'm going home. And she put that shit on her shoulder and she said, me and my keyboard are out. Peace. And she just left. 
And the girl Love was it. like, oh, my God, that black woman just walked out on me. And she legit didn't come back. And it was one week left before her performance at uh, nah, in front of the school. This, 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 yeah. this is wonderful. So they sent these three other white boys the last week of her maid week, right? Because it, it was 27 weeks of this or whatever. They sent these white boys the 27th week to help her. And they show up, and it's some weeks. That's six months. It was some. It was some. Some boys from Made, another Made episode where they got made into a band. So they came back as Made coaches to make her. And they show up, and she got a band. She got a song. Everything that Adora left her, and they're like, they were like, so um, we gonna need you to check out a venue. And she went and checked out this venue, and she was like, oh, the stage is too small. I'm going to have to cut somebody out of my band. <laughs> you got, oh my you got God. 11 goddamn people. You got 11 goddamn people. You, yeah, you ain't doing no small club with 11 folks. Ruth started off with five. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. A strong four and a, and a possible. Right. That's, that's like, Are you serious? Oh my God. It was wild. You can't, you can't do the, uh, the, the open mic with 11 folks. <laughs> I, was, like, I was like, this is the worst chick ever to be oh man now i want to find kiss there's somebody on somebody has had to make a made compilation of like all the rappers or singers oh i wish like like the finish the finish (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow great yeah if that exists please link your boy yeah the the one that i love about made because made was what i did when i worked with teenagers (laughs) oh you think you want to do this let me show you how real the shit is. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what the whole series is. You're a teenager, you think you want to be this, and then you realize, oh, that shit takes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to do that. You know what? I want to be a track star. Uh-huh. Bitch, you ain't fast. Time Let's to go. run. <laughs> Let's run. You better learn how to run miles then, because you only be able to run distance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody. You know what I mean? Like I cool. love it. So, you want to be, yeah, you want to be a distance runner. All right, cool. Go run ten miles right now, and then we'll start talking after you get done. <laughs> like that's what I love about Bay is that's what you do with teenagers. I want to be this, and you be like, oh, you you have no clue. <laughs> you have no clue. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go do this. <laughs> so I, I need them. To, I don't uh, like my coach. The older he keeps episodes. waking me up early. <clears throat> I need yeah, them I know to play my the older ones. I want to lose a hundred pounds, but. <laughs> Um, me and Ashley were watching one of the True Life episodes a while ago, and it was one where uh, True Life, like I'm lying, I'm lying about my my race or whatever, and the girl was telling her oh, friend she was Panamanian. She was like, "I'm Panamanian," but she was black as fuck. And her friends was like, "Yo, are you black?" And she was like, "No, no, my father is uh, Pan. He's Panamanian. He's from Panama. He's Panamanian." And they were like, "But do you have any black? But are in you? you black?" Because she was like, "No, she was brown skinned It was like, "Are you black?" She's like, "No." You know, my mom Yikes. dated a Panamanian dude. My mom is white, and he was Panamanian, so I just came out like this. Was her mom even white? Yeah, her mom was white, but like she oh, okay. could, couldn't speak, didn't speak no Spanish or nothing. Didn't of really did, had never been to Panama or had any family or friends from there. Just lying. What to is people. the point of lying about your race? <laughs> oh, internalized racism. That's why. That's the point. Sadly, no, no. I mean, that conversation down. I think I get it when you're like when you're trying to act like another race, or you're trying to act like the majority, like somebody who's light skinned trying to pass as white. 
I get that, but I'm like when when people who aren't that just try to be like some obscure other race, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to be black. Mm-hmm. That's it. They just, anything but black. Even though they're obviously black Panamanians. But like, if you're gonna I do that, Noriega is Panamanian. As he a matter of fact. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. Don't quote me on it, but I'm gonna Google that if, now. If, but if you're gonna do that, then put in the work. I still trip about. I, I'm not sure if I've told this story in a podcast before, but I still trip about. One of Jabi's friends, the white guy that they used to live with, when I ran into him during college, and and we we had a central area called the Web Center, and I ran into him in the Web Center, and we was chopping it up, and I'm telling you, all I knew about this white boy was he was cool, and he smoked a lot of fucking weed, and he's basically the connect for weed. That's all I knew about him. Nori is Puerto Rican, sorry. And I'm talking to him, Puerto Rican, and these two Asian girls come up to him, and immediately my man switches from talking English, straight up white dude, smokes a lot of weed. Looks like we hit. He immediately switches to Chinese, starts talking fluent Chinese to these two Asian girls, and I was blown. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Yeah, people be out here, man. And they and they bounced, and I just was looking at him. He was like, "Oh yeah, I, um, I'm actually in Chinese studies." He's like, "So like, I'm trying to like, you know, like being linguist and shit, go to other countries and like, you know, just to like like converse like that or whatever, you know." And I was like, "That's wow." That's yeah. what I'm trying to tell I mean, you that's I'm the plug in right. <laughs> what I'm trying to do. That's that's it. Yo, my respect <laughs> for him, and I already liked the dude, he was cool, but my respect for him went through the roof at that point. I was like, bruh, don't be don't you be judging a book by its cover, you the asshole. You never know. My One man, of my I, favorite stand-up comedians is like extremely the whitest dude in the world, Tom Segura, but his mom is Peruvian and he speaks perfect fluent Spanish as well. That's dope. Wow. Yeah. That shit never blew my mind, and and he and he hit me with like the like the wink and the nudge shit. He was like, "Yo, and I'll be pulling them because they be like, as soon as I start, <laughs> yeah, they shot shit." <laughs> he was like, as soon as I started talking it, as soon as I started talking to him in their tongue, bruh, they be all <laughs> over me. He be he be like he be like, "Yo, I love me Asian women." I was like, "Hey, yo, my nigga's wow. a sleeper." <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. He's, He's like, yo, you should take a class. Tell them again. I'm the plug. He's like, yo, it's it's mad hard, but dog, you should take. You smart. You should take a class, man. It's like, yo, uh, I got engineering on my plate. I ain't got the room. I would if I could, but that's wild. That shit still blows my mind. Like that's still one of my favorite moments in life. Was this man that's just speaking smartness. fluent Chinese to these two girls? I'm just like, yo. And they peeped him. He didn't peep them. They was like, hey. And then he started speaking Chinese. I was like, what? Yeah, what he done put the right Mac now? on them before. They was like, clearly. Oh, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> so, yeah, if you Smart. love a culture like that, put that much love into it. Like, put that man's energy into it if you really out here loving it like that. Like, if you just like, yo, I just love Panamanian culture. Cool. Yeah. But don't be like, I'm if doing you, this because yeah. I don't want to be black no more. Yeah, if you love a culture, then actually learn about it because you know you just learn about you doing something you love. I thought you loved it, right? I thought if you loved does. it, right? Speaking as a person that obsessively learns about everything that he is interested in, I'm telling you, it is very possible, very easy. <laughs> I taught my class the unit on dinosaurs in third grade because I knew more than my teacher did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, where there's a will, there's a way. Dude, I, I, my girl Larry, she laughs me all the time. She said, "Cause you will find something, and then you get hyper focused on it, and then you like leave it, then you leave it alone and never go back." 
That's me. Mh, my wife is like that too. Which is why I I know a lot. I know a lot about. Random. I know a little about a lot of shit. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's me. So, but, but mm-hmm. people be thinking I be because, like, I said one time, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give me some shoes, right? God, she's like, I'll just give you some dress shoes, right? So I'm learning about it. So I'm in a conversation with that. Somebody was talking about shoes. And me and him are having a conversation on the types of stitching, how to get them resold and cobbled and stuff like that. She's like, where the fuck did you learn that from? I said, I was looking at shoes one day. And that's what I and that's what I know. So yeah. stupid, dog. another type of shoes I'm going to get. She's like, I can't say I can't stand this with you. Because you, she's like, if you put all that energy into just one or two things, you would be the world's best at it. <laughs> but it's so interesting when you when it's something you're curious about. Totally. You know, and then you start, you know, like looking and starting to, you know, do research on it. My bad habit is like something will peak and I'll be like, Oh, let me look this up. Especially at work. And I'll be like, I can't really look at it at work like I want to. But you know, you spend hours on it. I know I do, depending on what it is. If it's mm-hmm. interesting. I don't care if it's random noise, like information that I know. Like, <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. It's I work like that with a bunch of things. Like anime, I'm I'm like infamous for doing that with anime. I'll get into it real hard and then I'll just lose interest. And I can't get it back. Like I can't force myself to get it back. And then all of a sudden I'll be into that shit again. I'm like, what the fuck? All I will I'm say is it's like not that. as bad a habit as you think. Cause I get into stuff and I never get out of it. I'm the, like, I will get into a thing and I'll just be into like seven things and just it's, it's only, have too much on my plate. It's, it's only like, bad right. when I get when I get deep into it to the point where I'm like, that's my um like that's what I'm investing just like money into now. And mm-hmm. I get into it and I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I have to actually sit down and use all the things I've been reading and learning to do some shit. And I'll attempt it for a short period and I might do something dope and then I won't anymore. Don't buy an instrument. Let me tell you from firsthand experience, guitars are expensive. Bro, that's the only reason I haven't brought one. And my cousin tried to, my cousin tried to get me when I went, when I used to go to Atlanta, my cousin got, um, they got a a ballet studio, right? And and they they had one in their basement. They they oh. they they converted their whole basement into like a, a dance studio. Not I say ballet, but a dance studio because my uh, Nabila, DJ and her sister dance and the mom dance. So they converted oh, the whole downstairs okay. of their house into a dance studio. But they that's the, dope. But Ali, uh, my cousin, also played the drums. Like this nigga has played like backup for Kendrick or whatever at some point. That this nigga just that man's crazy talented. Soccer, drawing, three D animation drums djing he's a beast oh he's one of them types yeah I yeah got he's you. a fucking beast mm-hmm. and he's a big um creative. so they used to have all these instruments because my cousins used to play too but these niggas had this bomb ass like guitar down there and me and my they was like yo let's just jam and i was like bro i don't know how to play no fucking guitar they was like nigga you play an instrument i said yeah okay let's go i'm like bro i don't it's know how to play no nothing they was like there's like bro just you know you can stay on beat you can hear tones and shit like we've heard you play your instruments. We know you listen to a bunch of fucking music and shit. Like we know you, bro. Let's just go. And we actually jammed. It was some basic shit. I won't fucking Jimi Hendrix or nothing. But niggas was just jamming, just jamming for the fuck of it. And I was like, bro, I gotta get me a guitar now. I gotta do this. Don't and do it. Luckily, I never invested because I'm pretty sure I probably would have gave that shit up after like two weeks and been like, well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> this will look great mounted on my wall. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I had just about 
signed my name onto a damn loan payment to buy a three thousand dollar guitar not too long ago. So don't do it. <laughs> Dude, don't I, do it. I would sit there and do stuff like that and be like, yo, I'm in it, I'm in it, I'm in it. And then they'd be like, All right, cool, you gotta practice. And I'd be like, nah. Done. <laughs> and that, 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 yeah. Like I am internally lazy. I I and the key know is to how. know that about yourself so you don't fuck up your right. back. Yeah, I, I don't know how I how gotten this far in life. Like, Bro. honestly. Because <laughs> like, I'm very lazy and I always say I'm very lazy. And then people are like, but you got multiple degrees. And I'd be like, I didn't really try. Like, I didn't try. Hard. If anybody knows how Antoine quote unquote studies for class, you would know that that's I did not that. Yeah, I did not try hard. I don't like that. Was, what was the point of that? It's a, it's a skill you <laughs> want. Your later problem is that you're smart. So you don't have to try as hard as you necessarily would have if you weren't yeah, smart. Yeah, I wish. Look, I need, <laughs> I, need put, I need to put work in. I need to have good work uh, habits because I don't have them. It's hard to know. focus when you don't have that shit, though, and you're too confident. It's the same shit that kills me with my photography. Like, I get out there and take dope pictures, and, and then we'll start talking technical stuff. And I'm like, what? Uh, what? what? <laughs> F12, F18, what? Sunny, what? Shoot, I win. turn the thing till it looks good, and then click three it. lights. What? Right? Like, like n- niggas will be like, "Yo, how long? Yo, your pictures are dope, yo. Like, how long you been studying photography? I'm sorry, studying? What? No, I just cut the camera on. I um, I know my lens, and I know the camera. Like light distortion and shit, or um, like the way to the angle, of the sun and reflection and all of that, bruh. Whew, I've been trying to read a book. It's been in the bathroom in the cupboard for weeks. I, I just like I was like I'll just read this every time I sit to take a shit. Guess who doesn't read when they shit? Me. <laughs> I just I can't I can't the studying thing, man. Or I will. It's hard to study. Or I'll actually study some shit, and then I won't use any of it when I get out to do it. So I'll sit and watch YouTube videos about photography all day long, and then when I pick up the camera, I just freestyle it all. I just I just I just forget everything I've learned. I don't remember none of it. And I just get out there and I start shooting. Like everything is through the feeling. Cause I'm like, I don't want to do this. This is taking too long to get this set up. Fuck it. I just want to take a picture of these vultures. And that's that's just how it's just how it goes. And I feel bad because that's why I don't have confidence enough to like really turn it into a business where I would get out here and start shooting weddings. Cause my first my first thought is, man, as soon as I get in here and I have to shoot a wedding in a funky light situation, I'm gonna be all tore out the frame. Like, <laughs> like, like I ain't never like, been in a funky does, life situation. Why black? Like, I mean, that's how she looked. But she white. She's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> or like the beat machine I brought. Yeah, that AI, like, I was make, I made beats on that, and then I just stopped. I figured out how to get my iPad hooked up and everything. Had everything in sync, was ready to go. Made, like, two beats, and it was like, all right, I got to do something else with this beat. And then I, I went and played video games on the Switch, and I never came back. See, Sidebar, I found out Madlib has been making beats on an iPad for the past eight years. Yeah. That's crazy. That is a beast. Dude, I want to <laughs> crazy. Look, I would love to make beats and music like that, right? But I always want to be like, all right, cool. I want to learn music, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Could it be, you know, I love it. Could it be like, all right, cool, this beat is in the key of E and stuff like that? And I'll be like, nah, but see now I gotta learn to read music and that shit's too but, much. <laughs> Madlib doesn't know how to read music and does a lot not of niggas don't know how to read music, dog. Whole lot yeah, of so, how to read music. Because I was reading. He just uh, make shit till it sound good, and then be mm-hmm. like, "Beat done." <laughs> I was like, "Shit, I was listening to uh, Questlove's Junk," and he when he was interviewing like uh, His podcast. Yeah, when he was interviewing Jimmy Jam. Oh, nice. These niggas were going deep into stuff. It's like a oh, five hour. It's like a five hour interview. 
Yeah. Like, so like so like Quest looking at him is like is it man, is it the reason cause like it's like like black music is just like the key of like, you know, just the key of E flat is just funky and they were just like, Yeah, and they started talking about all the songs that was in that key. <laughs> I was oh, just yeah. like, oh. that's, that wow. shit. It's that's weird. Cool. I was like, nigga, what? That's inspired at that level. I am nowhere near. See, that. I thought that's what I wanted. I don't I, I like after a while, because I took music classes in college, took can read music, all of that shit, right? And then I was like, I don't care. I want to be like these. <laughs> I want to be like these niggas who pick up a beat machine and play around with it, and then turn out turn out a beat. Like that's all I want. That's really just like yeah. just do some shit till it sound dope. And then when you ask me what that do, oh, that turn it up this way, and not know any of the actual technical terms for any of that shit. I just want to oh, be yeah, like, I know what this like, dude. Listen, I know what they are out here, bro. Man, they Dilla, they yep. never, they never turn open up one of them instruction. Books. Bro, you're not They're gonna convince like, me that a lot of these new niggas making these beats. Are like musically technical people. Okay, the niggas just I can prove that they're not. Because if you watch the Genius Deconstructed series, all of these niggas are like, I played some shit and then I put it on Gross Beat and Fruity Loops and it shit sound good. And then I put the 808s in like this, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And then it went triple platinum. Yeah. Now there are some that really there do are like, some. know it. There oh, but yeah. there aren't many. There are not many. There are not many. I want to be them. I just want like I just want to be able. To know what pads to hit and what keys and be able to play. I do want to be able to play the keys real good though. Like I need to practice more on that. I do want to be able to just like pump out the keys. Cause watching I, threw it away. Uh, I had that skill and I was like, fuck piano class. This shit is garbage. What is uh what's the dude's name? Mark, Mark Beethoven. What is the dude's name? Mark Russ something that be making up them fucking songs. Is no, not Mark Ronson, dog. The nigga that just be that making make- up random songs on Facebook is shit. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, Mark Rebier. Yes. He is a fantastic piano player. I want to be like that. <laughs> I just want to be is in there. amazing. In my it's, fucking room, yeah. making up beats, and that then make up a make, random song. He'd be, making, he'd be making loops like it ain't nothing. I love that he shit, He freestyles though. every live show. Did you see when he did the Mother's Day tribute shit? That shit was so dope. No, I got to go find it. Oh, my God. My nigga was like, my nigga was like, I got a beat in my head. Do double, do double, do da, do 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 do. He said, all right, okay, here we go. Real I'm quick. About to make it. Just so if anybody <laughs> doesn't know who we're talking about, his name is Mark with a C, M-A-R-C-R-E-B-E-I-L-L-E-T, Mark Rebier. This dude is incredible. He's fucking he has this amazing. crazy ass mustache and these big glasses, brown hair, this white dude looks like just a just the goofiest dude yeah. in the world. He, I mean, he, that nigga Taurus. He had like had a yeah. European Taurus. Yeah. I love Absolutely. him because I think the last video I saw him, he had on like a woman's robe. Yes, that, that was, was the Mother's like Day joint. joint. Yeah, he yeah. was Yeah, and I was it. like, look at this happiness. This is what a life. It's just, and it's, he has his little keyboard and his laptop and he just picks an instrument and then plays some shit yeah, and, loops and, and then keeps mm-hmm. harmonizing over himself, playing bass lines, all this stuff. That shit is crazy, man. My favorite one is, I don't know if you see that he does, he makes a restaurant scene. What? No, I have not. So he's sitting that. there and he had one of his loop he has plates there. So one of his loops is like he's hitting the plate with the fork and then he has he's like another one of his loops, he's like, Yeah, I was just talking like that. And when he puts it all together, you sound like you're sitting in a restaurant having dinner. And oh he plays with so fresh shit. What behind the it. fuck, yo? Call the restaurant seat. Like he just put all this stuff, you're like, what is he looping? And then you feel like he you feel like you're sitting in a restaurant, right? all the background conversation. The, the forks and stuff hitting the plates. Waiter say it's it's amazing. I think the best the, the best thing about watching him it for me is he makes all these loops and you like I'll watch and I'll be like, yo, he's doing way too much at this point. This song is overloaded. And then he brings it all together with the brings vocals. it all together. He'll drop something out and then 
it's the Snappy vocals. The chorus like, is incredible. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this this beat, I don't know, dog. And then this motherfucker starts singing over it. He making up song. He just freestyling a fucking song about love and seeing titties out. And you be like, yo, I don't know how this motherfucker brought all these sounds together with his vocals, but that's a fucking talent. Oh, he'll hit I a also don't know why he hasn't been in the studio with every R&B singer or pop singer in the world. Man. They are tripping if they don't want his services. I'm who's telling you the, that. Um, right where, who's who's the, I can't I cannot remember the the artist who made um was it Where's the Door? Where's this door go? Mayor Hawthorne. Mayor Hawthorne. Hawthorne. How has Mayor Hawthorne not linked up yeah, with this kid? Yeah, that seems like a match made in How heaven. is this not happening? <laughs> they will be perfect Poor together. Real. But he, but yeah. he reminds me of um, Flight of the Concourse, where he makes up music and shit. Like, well, he makes like funny songs. Like his shit is primarily based in comedy. Like, because the music is excellent, but what he is saying is often ridiculous. It's always great though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he's a just like I said, undeniably ridiculously talented musician. He trained in piano for like 10, 15 years or something. And you like can that, tell so. with the way he plays the keys when he comes up with the yes. melodies. He apps because the melodies he just he just freaks them out. And it'll be complex shit, and he'll just yeah. be like just killing it, like organ style, keyboard style. Like he can play other instruments on the keyboard, so it sounds like that actual instrument. Like if he's playing horns, it sounds like horn players rather than a guy playing keyboard. That fucking Mother's Day is not, I, Trust me, look him up. You will not be disappointed. You you will sit there and be like, "What the fuck am I watching?" And, and then you'll, you'll be jamming. jamming. Like, yeah, <laughs> like straight this, up. It's pretty much it. You'll be jamming. He'd this, be like, I want his joy. This white boy done got me Can again. Can him on the podcast? <laughs> that nigga he be, sitting there in, he be sitting there in his draws. Yeah, right. literally just making greatness. His, in his draws, just. That Mother's Day tribute was so fucking good, though. I was like, oh, he just, I've never seen one of his joints live. And he just started, okay. And he was taking phone calls in the middle oh, of the Oh, he did it a lot. Okay, I didn't realize that. That's yeah, he did it yeah, he, do, he does a Facebook live since I think since the lockdown, like every Sunday. Oh yeah. All he right. Does, I got Because he, he did one and he started off sexy and he had a couple of women. He had a couple of women in there. Just called him Loop Daddy and they would just shut up from scratch. Um people can call me on this line right oh, yeah. here. I believe the line is This fucking blue robe. This shoe is great. He was. Uh, <laughs> she was working on water heaters. This motherfucker yeah, be jamming, dog. Uh. He's making this shit live.
to make so like i watched when he went to dun 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 when he added the bass he was like i got that it baseline hit, i was like oh fuck. that was we the first thing one. he did that was the first thing he made the bass and then he came in with like he did the robotic voice shit and i was like how is this all gonna fit together and you watch him make it and you still don't see it come together till it actually comes together right in front it shit is crazy and immediately when them keys came in i was like it's a hit this is a fucking hit this is how drake does it well without this much talent this is crazy I can't. I would never leave my room. Ashley had to drag me out of my room if I would if I could do this. I'd have made about three hundred songs by now. About you know. <laughs> you know when you in that zone, right? Would be in that you know room forever. Deidre, he is in a woman's blue robe with his chest. He out. is in the zone. <laughs> like, and he don't he got no fancy up. setup. I was like, I'm gonna put this robe on. This robe just makes me feel like I want to do this beat today. He has another classic video on his YouTube page in that same robe. <laughs> Bro, it's just that talent is. It's mm-hmm. I'm glad people as talented as him are doing shit like this. Cause you always feel like if you get classically trained, uh if you get classically trained or you study something, you're supposed to have a sort of like formal professionalism with it. You're supposed to carry yourself a certain way. And I'm like him, but people like him, Thundercat, I'm so fucking glad that they don't do it like that. Like, you can clearly yes. see they talented as fuck, or like Tyler, but they do it They do it to have fun and to actually entertain people and themselves. Like, they actually enjoy doing it, right? You don't have to be, like, a concert pianist to do it. If he wanted to do that, he could, but he actually has the freedom because of the way he's developed his skills over the years to do it this way and it'd be successful and it'd be a career move for him. That's dope. That's the shit dreams are made of as far as I'm concerned. Being able to act a fucking fool and make money from doing it because that's what you love to do. That shit is great. Mm -hmm. That's the life. Like, I'm whole ass jealous that this motherfucker can do this. This this shit look fun as hell every time he up here. Because you know that's some shit he would be doing anyway. Yep. (laughs) Even if he was just had a regular ass day job, he would just come home and then do that shit. So to be able to do that and that be, yeah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's the American dream. By the way, speaking of Tyler, did y'all listen to the dissect season about Igor? Yes. Man, I just started listening to it. And the, when I found out that who that boy, or not Igor, it was on Flower Boy, but when I found out that who that boy, the intro was scored to a photo, blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Have you finished it? No, not yet. Oh, it gets better. It oh, gets yes. So much better, sir. It gets so much better, and then the last episode, he does the entire album of Igor. Yeah, yeah, because like Igor dropped right like in the middle of the season. So when and- he tells you, like it's gonna be something, I was like, okay, my mind just got completely blown. I'm looking forward to On it, the, especially towards the last song. Nice, like, wow. Only you would pick this up. <laughs> I, right, yeah, Kobe, deep down, man. 
I gotta start listening to the Beyonce joint. It's Same. really good. I've yeah, I just had, I just haven't like I remember seeing it when it first came out, and then I looked back on Spotify. I was like, oh, they damn, we they on episode six, shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, yeah. they do it every Tuesday, so um, I think they just put out the six inch um one. Yeah, you, like you know, it's gonna be good. He it's hasn't good. done a bad one yet. You yeah. Know? No. And you know, like Beyonce is not as you know, deep as the other ones. Right. But still, it's still really good. And um, the girl that's uh, co-hosting, she's really good, too. She's oh, TT, she um, she has her own junk called uh, Dope Labs. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it's her, it's her and another, and her one of her friends, and both of them are PhD level. Like, I think she does, like, like, nanoparticle shit and the other one does like bio like medical engineering oh, and shit like that's that. not like, music at all but damn they smart as hell <laughs> yeah they, they, both, they did met graduate school like duke or something like that so they're dope i think they won like one of those first early jumps where like spotify was looking for like um minorities and stuff like that mm-hmm. so their show is just them using their science background to kind of like explain like you know, just simple shit or like this is why you might like this or stuff like that and just or in exploring it and stuff like that. And it's a real fun it's just yeah, it's just it's just the two of them just being like, Yep, this is this is what we do and this is why and this is the fun we have. Like when right before the coronavirus started, they were just talking about that and then be like, Hey y'all, science, this is how this shit works. This is how this shit spreads. <laughs> like this is what viruses look like and, and different stuff like that. So, but it's usually just more like um, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they just, they got, um, was it? They did one, they're talking about like why we need daylight savings time. <laughs> mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the point of that shit? <laughs> but oh, they're both, they're both very funny and just have a good fun. It's just, you know, two black people just being like, mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, I like her. I need to listen to her pod, her and her friend's podcast, because she's good. Um, you know, it's good, too, because, you know, especially her being a Black woman, you know, she kind of can, you know, talk about certain things that, you know, he probably couldn't talk about. Oh, look, and he's smart. It. Yeah, he he's smart. like, hold up, before yeah. I do Beyonce. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me call it. Oh, I do be on black woman support. It's like a smart mm-hmm. person. I ain't about to go break none of this down. Right. And we he's always to... been he's he's very open about it, like, hey, I think this is this and this is this. And he has like he comes in with like citations and support. Right. Yeah. I ain't just like pulling this out the back of my head. But he was like, I could come with all the research. <laughs> he's like, nope. Not Let me find somebody. <laughs> Yeah, Let me like, do this right before they hurt me. He does more, like you said, more like the technical, you know, as we all know, because we all listen to Dissect, but, um, you know, she gives a little bit more story, and especially since, you know, Beyonce, you know, background with Creole and all that stuff, and, you know, there's a lot of African, you know, um, God themes with Orisha and stuff like that, so... She kind of more talks about yeah, that. Shit, I still don't know about. I'd be looking at it like, oh, that's oh. I just thought the song bopped, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, she when she oh she was dressed like a god when she when she hit that yeah, bat. Oh, okay, oh, oh, yeah, right. that's dope. Aretha, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I just thought she had a bat and it was wavy and she was breaking <laughs> shit because she was mad. But hey, oh, she's a god too. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> bat called hot sauce. 
Ooh. Which is funny because in formation, she says, I got hot sauce in my bag, which could be literally now you're talking about the hot, real hot sauce or you telling them I got this bat in my bag, don't fuck up. Mm. Levels. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we hitting that mark. So we're going to go ahead. And um, before we go, I found this um, this cat. Well, I saw this video that Fake Sure Drive posted, and it was from this artist named toby mort on instagram and i guess he takes like it's called um it's called examples of samples so he i've seen people i've seen it but i like i've never looked oh, at that it. shit is incredible he has like five of them posted online toby mort does they're yeah. all very very cool he's um so one follow exactly him on instagram about. it's a uh, toby t-o-b-y-m-o-r-t on instagram he's not on twitter or whatever and basically he does these little like doodles but he does it to, I guess he does it to different songs, but I don't know if he, I guess he uses samples and a progression into what they become. Be, yeah, exactly. The sample and then it'll morph into the, the actual hip hop song. So he did Ice Cream. He sure fucking did. Shit is oh, great sample. Bro. I have the original on vinyl too. I found it great a couple sample, years ago. Great sample. Yeah. But it's a 50 and it second. It does not sound like some shit that would be rap music. No, it is a 50 second cartoon. Y'all have to watch it, but I just want to play it so y'all can hear how beautiful he does the transgression so you can hear it. And then there's animation. There's like a whole story being told about the progression of this sample. And that's what he does. And that shit is dope. So again, at Toby Mort. Yeah. He has like an Asian dude playing an instrument or a dude playing a guitar or whatever. Transfers into New York. And then he starts drawing killer bees and we watch these rap niggas get all up in your guts. Prince vanilla butter pecan chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundays is getting touched and scooped in my ice cream truck. Yeah, that shit is fucking. It's some talented ass fucking people out here, dog. That doing some dope yeah, things with their talent. Mm-hmm. That shit and yeah. like the way when he does it that way, when he shows you how the sample progresses into the song you love. Now, only part of the song that you focus on is the sample. I can't right. not hear that now because it's, it's the most standout part. And I already knew that sample existed. Like like I said, I bought the vinyl of the original because of it. Like I saw it at a thrift store one time. But even knowing what was going to happen, it still just sent chills down my Dude, spine Like when I watched I, it. It was so cool. Like, you know, me, so and, me and Mike, we talk about samples. I, got, I think I got a list of just uh, close to 500 songs of just songs and, and their samples because drum beats and breaks and classic break beats has been using multiple songs and stuff like that like i always loved it. i love somebody hears like three notes of a horn and it's like yep i could do something with that that's wild all right y'all yeah man. we're gonna highlight y'all next time thank you for joining us on the where's my four diggers podcast and you know what the deal is if you want to listen to more episodes and you're new to this you can subscribe to the podcast however you found us using your favorite podcast app on itunes and we're on spotify or you can go to the website and listen, where's my 40 acres.com. If you want to hit up them premium episodes and listen to us review movies, review albums, um, video game review shit now is a thing, like actual player die, 
Live play shits with Twan is a thing. Might have might have to do a Streets of Rage one. That that might be great to just play while talking about that shit while you're playing because that game is hilarious and fun as fuck. Um, you want to go to the website where's my forty in the premium section. You want to sign up. Shout out to all the people who have signed up over the last couple of months due to the quarantine situation. Um, I hope y'all are enjoying the episodes. And if you have any issues, you can reach me at podcast at where's my forty to get that fixed. Um, also, um, I can't thank everybody who has sent us baby stuff enough. They hate me at the post office. They love me at the post office. Old girl at the post office was like, I hoping you carry all these boxes. I hope I'm invited to the baby shower. And I was like, why you think we getting them sent to the post office? We couldn't have a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Well, when you can bring her in here so we can say hi. I don't know how she do it with a girl, but she was like, bring her in here. So we can say I hi. I mean, we all knew it was a girl, Brandon. Yeah, I did. I know. The whole it's true. Was I told strong. you it was, a, it was gonna be a girl. But she said, um, the, the young ladies at the post office, they just be cracking jokes on me now. She said, This is some nice baby stuff. I said, Well, you know, only the best from the from the folks who love us and just want to show the support. So thank you to everybody. I'm so tired of putting stuff together. I just put together a changing table and a fucking crib and a bat. Well, not the crib. You're yet. gonna be very I'm happy saying, you put that damn changing table together. <laughs> I had to put the, I had to put together two, so that that was one upstairs, one downstairs, and they had the little cradle, little rocker thing with the music on it. Ashley's been using the little baby night light that changes colors and soothes and sleeps, and so now she's listening to Oceans at Night. No, baby's supposed to just kind of getting prepared at this point, but it's been real. It's been real cool, man. Like the anticipation is cool, all of that. So thank you to everybody who sent. We will do personal thank yous when we're kind of done with all this. Father. About a, father. a full father. A full father. A full father. We need to figure out how we spell in father so we can put that on the shirt. All I know is D-A, father. All I know is that if you if I get a long enough time with your child, they will start calling you father. Yeah. <laughs> if that is my only is it if that's the only thing I can bestow upon that child. Let's work on that, Twan. Father. Just to call you father. Yep. And um before we go, <laughs> Drake would beat Jay Z in the IG versus live battle. So do y'all really want this? <laughs> do y'all really Dig. want this anymore? It's time for versus to go. We had our fun. It should have ended with Badu and Scott. But hey, we'll highlight y'all next time. We're out. Peace. And if you get made into a black a rapper, white people know something about black people. Anything. Anything. <laughs>